welcome in everyone to episode 85 of the Bowcast podcast. I'm host Caleb Payne, joined by my co-host, Speedy's Chief 2, back into his original final form with the full beard. I've evolved, man. And, and it only took one month. You know, some Pokemon you have to give them like an item to carry. Other Pokemon yeah. you have to feed them candy. I just evolved over time. Yeah, that was pretty quick. That was pretty quick, not going to lie. I was, uh, I don't know why you're so hesitant to shave off the bat. Cause, the, know, okay. I, I do appreciate that you shaved. Well, the original deal was shaved right before Toronto, right? But I do appreciate that you shaved. Oh, man, my cat's here. Uh, you shaved like right before um, San Diego because yes. if you did any time earlier, you would probably still have pretty much like a small beard for the regional. Mm-hmm. So, Dude, I did that for you. Uh, I knew I knew I was I mean, late. I did it for I me. Knew, it was the original bet guy that she's willing to do it the day before Toronto. <laughs> I, kn- I knew it, I knew it was late. I knew I was a bit behind, right? So I was like, I think Tostel said I should shave right before the regional. I think he said yeah. on Twitter. And I was like, yeah. you know what? To be fair, I've waited, you know, I've like waited so long, I really should. But okay. Yeah. Uh, I need to ask reason- you an honest question though. Sure. A real question. You gotta be honest with me here. Sure. Right. I know you say like, oh, you did it for me, right? Tostel brought up a great recommendation, all these things, right? Like you're the man, the people, Speedy, right? Even though you didn't follow through originally, you followed through eventually and made up for it, right? But I got to ask you, because I know you were spending the uh, the Christmas holidays and New Year's with your fiance, right? And she's a fan of the beard. And coincidentally, you shaved right after you last saw her so that she doesn't have to spend time with you without the beard. Coincidentally, that was also right before San Diego Regionals, right? Which now leads to this fantastic, you know, solution you have that you present to us that, man, you know, you, you all came up with great Didn't ideas. It? I got fall through and stuff. But but the timing of this is also suspect here is what I'm saying. So so tell me, how on a percentage level, how what percent of what factored into it? Because I'm pretty sure, you know... Your fiance takes priority here, right? Like if she was hanging out with you after New Year's, right before San Diego, it might be a different story. Well, if I said anything besides that my fiance didn't take priority, then I wouldn't make it to next week's podcast. I'd be murdered. All right. (laughs) So obviously, yes, she does. Um, But I'm going to answer your question with a question. Why (laughs) can't it be all three, Caleb Fang? Why can't it be all three? Look, I'm just saying the 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 meat. The, you know, trying to appease me and Twastel and the viewers or whatever. I think that's like maybe 1% of the equation. I, I think that's just happenstance, right? It just happens to <laughs> work out that way. I don't think, <laughs> and you can now talk about it, right? Um. So one of my buddies was saying I should have just shaved right after San Diego. And then by the time I got to Orlando, I would have had a beard anyway. I mean, yeah, you could have done that, but then you would have just like... Yeah. This, this, this. But, but the thing is, you had to piece the mask because people were already angry at you, right? Like I was seeing some yeah. hate comments, like some, so, some pretty so, aggressive stuff towards you. So you're like, you know what? I gotta, gotta get the trust back with the people, right? And so not all of them words, listen to the, to the podcast, so they might not even know, right? They're just on Twitter, like, oh, okay, he, he finally followed through. So in other words, I did the right thing. Uh, okay, now that we agree on that, that's fine. Uh, Oh, the reason I was uh, I was unsure about shaving it, to be honest, is because I hadn't shaved in four years. I not clean shaved mm-hmm. in four years. That's like an entire, you know, high school duration, an entire bachelor's degree in college. Four years I had not shaved and I didn't know how fast it would come back. So, OK, uh, I, didn't know. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Well, anyway. Now that we've addressed that, uh, let's let's talk about some of the questions from the last episode before we get into anything else. Uh, let's do it. We got uh, so Soho is Josh saying, "I'm not sure if I said that right or not because there's no space, so I might have been mispronouncing it." 
My apologies if that's the case. I've got a question. Great podcast, guys, and keep up the beard, Speedy. Hashtag where's the stubble paying, but I'm annoyed that you can't run both versions of the same Pokemon like Alolan Ninetales and Kanto Ninetales. Likewise, Alolan Sandslash and Kanto Sandslash. Should this be allowed in the game as really there are they are two separate Pokemon with complete different moves and typings? Your thoughts? You know, I think it would be interesting. Um, I think it's more so these are kind of the rulings for the the main series game VGC as well mm-hmm. right you can't you can't it's a species clause essentially right it prevents um those kind of things so i think that's the main reason why um although i think i do agree with you there is you know it is cool to have both because a lot of times there are different typing they have different moveset covered like that yeah but this is like i i, I guess like so in GBL you can't do that and the official, you know, championship series play Pokemon tournaments, you can't do that, right? They have the species calls. Um, a lot of grassroots tournaments you can't as well. But there's definitely been tournaments where you can. Like, I know some Sylph tournaments. I ran a, a Kanto Sandslash and a Lonely Sandslash one in Ferocious Cup, actually, back in back in the day. And you could do it in some mm-hmm. draft formats and stuff like that. And you could do it in friendly battles. Like, you, it's built into the game where you can. You just can't do it in official rank play in GBL. And yes. you're not allowed to register a team like that in does show tournament. So I think it's um it'd be cool. I mean, I wouldn't uh, per- personally speaking, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I know it's like not the case for VGC, right? In the the main series game like Scarlet and Violet and all the other their predecessors, but yeah. I mean, for me like just because they do in that game does it's not enough for me to say like oh that's a bad idea. Yeah. So I agree with you. I, I think it is based on precedence from the video game series. But uh, just to give an example here, if you look at Gollum and Alolan Gollum, they both have access to Rock Throw. So, mm-hmm. like hypothetically, if you were to allow duplicates of the same species, just different forms, you could end up in a meta scenario where maybe like one Pokemon is really, really good. Like maybe, you know, just for example's sake, Gollum is like the best Pokemon in the entire meta. If you have the, if you dissolve the species clause, then you have two Gollums on every team. Then it's like, Oh well, they're just gonna play ABB Gollum and try to win every game, right? Not not dissimilar to Boulder Cup, I guess. In yeah, that sense, but it gets a little bit wacky. Well, for that one too, you have a Lolan Graveler too, which pretty much has the same move sets as a Lolan Golem, and then you also True. have a Lolan Shield dude, which also has very similar move sets. So you pretty much mm-hmm. can already run two very similar Pokemon with similar coverage. But I sure. do agree with you. I think for for the diversity sake of the game, it makes sense. I I, I don't know. Typically speaking, actually. You know, stuff like that isn't as common, right? That that is a good example, mm. though, of uh, really a lot of overlap there. Um, I don't know, though. I mean, yeah, I think most most Pokemon that have those different variations, they're not like all like it's not like both forms are that broken, right? It's usually one very yeah. strong, and the other one like maybe not as strong, or neither of them are super relevant. I guess um, Nine Tails is actually pretty decent though in both forms right now. We, we could talk more about that as we go back and highlight some Orlando regionals we can. But yeah, I think that's a that's a great question. I personally would be okay with it, but um but yeah, that's that's the main reason. Unfortunately, it's not really up to us at the moment to make that decision yeah. for those things. Poissel says having multiple Blaziken could be worth it so that you can run one with Braybird and one with Stone Edge. But also, I think Heather's just looking for a hundo. So, oh yeah, he, uh, he was talking about when I was talking about Coach Yvonne was raiding Blaziken. Yeah, she was looking for yeah. a hundo. She wasn't actually, she wasn't sure on XL candies, which makes a lot more sense because I checked and she has like 900 XL candies or something. I was oh like, my uh, goodness. I was like, yeah, I mean, she's she's a grinder, so it makes sense. Um, 
Yeah, I had I had a, at least one hundo from back when I was in Atlanta. It was always weather boosted, so I caught him back when they first spawned. But, um, but it doesn't even have blast burn because I evolved it prior, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Michael Davis says, "Couple comments on movies. Number one, Casino Royale is my favorite Daniel Craig Bond movie. Watch Let's it, Caleb. Go. Number two, in the Hateful Eight, there's a scene where they smash a guitar." Martin Guitars lent them acoustic, uh, authentic, authentic 1800s guitar from their guitar museum. There was a replica that they were supposed to smash, but they didn't switch it out and end up smashing the real guitar. No. In the scene, you can see Jennifer Jason uh, lay uh, screaming, wait, because she realized it was the real one. But they kept that oh, scene in no. there. I'm trying to remember if I remember that scene. I think, I think I do remember her saying, yelling, "Wait, have you seen Hateful Eight? I have not actually. Okay, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, it's Tarantino, and, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe next time you're on a plane ride, you should download it or something. Yeah. Um, Maybe next time we're flying across the world, we'll have time, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Netflix, they recently took it off. I think. They t- they had the extended version too, so maybe the regular version's on there. Um, it's a pretty long one, but it's a it's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, Derek Cruz says, "I think I missed the deadline for submitting a question last week, so asking again here." Uh, oh yeah, so so anyway, to to answer that real quick, Derek, I, I we essentially just read the question before, uh, like while we're recording. So mm-hmm. I guess if we recorded a little better in the week, we we might have missed it. Like typically, I think if you get it in by like Sunday, you should be good. Yeah, we speaking. You should be good by like by Sunday at the latest. Yeah, um, uh, at, at yeah, yeah. I mean, Monday we'll probably see it, but um, uh. Anyway, I'm trying to find a more elegant way to ask, so I'll just ask: What do you all do for a living, or have you been fortunate enough to have Pokemon-related adventures subsidize your living expense? Another way to put it: What would you be doing if it isn't Pokemon-related? Um, hmm. I guess I'll give you the option if you want to answer or not. I I don't mind answering. Uh, yeah, but I no, started. I started doing uh, content creation full time in January 2021. Uh, prior to that, I worked uh, about seven years in higher education. I used to work on a university campus, uh, mm-hmm. doing a bunch of um, crisis management, and housing stuff, and uh, overseeing a bunch of college students. And then uh, I taught a few classes too. And then I worked one year in public health, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try this full time. And uh, unfortunately, too, the commentary stuff does help pay for stuff, pay some of the bills, too. Oh, so, yeah, of course. Yeah, that does help quite a bit. But, um, yeah, if you want to answer, feel free to. Yeah, sure. So uh, for me personally, once I grad- graduated uh, from college, I actually um, I moved to Tampa and I worked in solar uh, for about a year. And then I worked in water treatment as well. In Florida, it's actually a pretty big issue. You'd be surprised. But like there's so many minerals and and a lot of dirt and stuff in the water. So Mm. a lot of people get like dry scalps after a few months of living in Florida and they don't know why. There's actually Mm. a um, legit reason for that. Um, But and after that, I actually worked in a upscale uh, restaurant where I made like pretty good money. It was, you know, real, um, you know, it's a bit bougie, right? You you know, a lot (laughs) of um, you had to learn particular wines and you had to sell uh, upsell some expensive things and Oh, um, okay. It was it was pretty good, you know. Get, got to know people really quickly there. I think that you were talking about how um, you know, the jobs that you have kind of help you along the way. Mm-hmm. I think I think we had this conversation a while back. But yeah, getting to like 
read people and understand what they were thinking within a few minutes was was tough, but it was like a really good skill to have. So I really think everyone should try to work in service at least you know once or twice in their life. Yeah. Um, but other I than did that, too, but it was Subway. <laughs> Subway, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> wasn't very busy. Got yelled at a lot. <laughs> oh, dude, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, besides that, I just uh, started content as well, just like Caleb. And uh, I've done some other projects on the side, mainly with social media marketing. But I don't know if I told you this, Caleb, but I have a passion for startup companies and technology. You did? And yeah. It was, I, well, you have a you have an educational background in some of that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I got my MBA from Ole Miss. And honestly, if I wasn't doing Pokemon, I think this is like the second part of the question. If I wasn't doing Pokemon, yes. I would definitely be working uh, in the startup space. That's definitely where I'd, I'd love to go. And I'd still would love to do some work there at, at some point. Okay. That's great. Uh, if I was not doing Pokemon, um, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see like, if it's still something I would be interested in. Cause there's like, Caleb would uh, still be hustling. <laughs> um, cause I was always being like, I'm trying to like figure out what I want to do. Right. I, I think a big passion of mine has always been making change through like media. Uh, so like, uh, I did a lot of like sexual, uh, assault prevention, media work back in college and i went and did my master's in public health uh to focus on like using media to like impact uh behavior change and stuff like that um mm -hmm. so i've always been a fan of media but there was um there was also a good chunk of my time in the more recent decade that i was thinking about running for like some public uh office position so oh really yeah yeah but uh so i've done i've done some like canvassing before i've like knocked on doors for like other like candidates not not for myself right and for and and then just also like going door to door to just like remind people to vote like no, like nonpartisan, you know just trying to make get people to vote more and stuff and let me tell you it is hard it is hard Dude. to do it like I, I i you know i i put myself out there and stuff but it is and like you know maybe it's just when i was in in georgia and stuff like that but I will say as a man going to door to door and knocking and trying to get people to open to talk to him is a thousand times harder than being a woman and doing that. At least from mm -hmm. my experience. I go yeah. with um someone I used to be in a relationship with, we go together, right? And we're like split up in a neighborhood, like in a cul-de-sac. I'm like, you go this way, I'll go mm -hmm. this way. I'll I'll I'm like we're supposed to meet in the middle. I'm meeting her like 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 I've already gone three fourths of the way, maybe four fifths of the way, and she's still doing it. I was like, what's taking you so long? She's like what do you mean? He's like people like, are talking hey, to, to me. talk to him. I was like, I was like, everyone pretending like they're not home. No one opened the door, <laughs> so I just hung the thing on the door and we went. And then so the next time I go with her, and then like I'm just standing behind her, and everyone's like, every freaking door's open. It's like everyone's already there. I was like, what the heck? Oh, this is a world of difference. <laughs> so I'm just in the back, like, hey, what's up? Yeah, this yeah. Right? I was like, I'm just here to support, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, some people can be super aggressive for like absolutely no reason, right? And I, I get it, and especially in these days, like. Back when we were growing up in the 90s, at least, it was like, you know, like, oh, you say hi to your neighbors. Like, these days, it's not as common depending on where you live, right? Yeah, um, definitely at least, not. And we're not even neighbors. We're just, you know, driving around and stuff. So mm -hmm. that is a really hard part, right? It's not easy to run for any, po uh, like, political office stuff. I mean, you need volunteers. You need, there's a lot of hustling and yeah. uh, fundraising and all that stuff, too. So that's why I thought, I was like, do I still want to do this or not? But um, politics in general has always interested me. Uh, especially like debates between different topics too, right? Like oh, I think uh, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I come ready. I come ready. I mean, yeah. I mean, but the thing is, like, you know, I'm not always right and stuff, but I'll, I'll always do my research to think things through. Which is why I think I like our tea segments a lot, where we get to talk through different con. Like I like talking through. Like I don't, I don't mind conflict or controversy. I think, mm -hmm. I think talking about those things is 
it's better to talk about than not talk about it, right? Um, yeah, of course. Like I, I, I totally don't mind talking to people that have very different views from me. I think it's very interesting, and there could be a lot learned on all sides of things. Um, mm-hmm. But well, dude, yeah. you know me, I'm I'm like a bridge builder, right? And I really, uh, whenever there's a debate, I always like I pride myself on trying to be open minded and yeah. listening to both sides. And I always feel like it's important to to approach the debate that way because if you know if you hear something that actually makes sense to you, you shouldn't be afraid to change your mind mm-hmm. about a topic, right? It's always yeah. important to learn. Well, okay, you could be my running mate then if you want, dude. Let's do <laughs> it. Chief of staff. I'm just kidding. I, I actually can't even. I can't even become president because I'm technically not born in the country. So, so dang I it. Could, I could be your VP, and then uh, dude. you know, if you actually get some food poisoning and. That's the way I guess I'll I'll carry Uh, the torch in your legs. I'll just vanish off to a private island and let you take over. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll fake your death. Yeah, we'll fake your death. Uh, Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. You can hang out with all the bougie people you used to serve back in the day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Dude, some of them were a trip. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Nice comment. You know, a little. um, Well, narcissism here, but. Oh, Speedy Chief, too. Look at that handsome guy with the beard. Deborah underneath says, looks like the beard is already back to normal. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, you I got, wonder you who got the salt patch too, man. That's man. I know, man. Um, oh, it's gonna make this uh, just before we like completely move on from yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Derek's comment, dude. I don't know if this has happened to you, but twice in Orlando, two times, someone like approached me and the other casters. It was me. It was myself, Phoebe, Gabby, and Mark, and asked us how much the Pokemon Company paid us. Oh, twice. Interesting. They like they like struck up conversation and were like, By was the it way, people you guys, knew or like no like, strangers. Um, what oh. they were like by the way you know you guys are casters right we're like yeah you know we cast for yeah. go and they were like so you get paid right do you get paid a lot you know, <laughs> do you make like six figures a year like all these questions and it's like kind of personal you know interesting interesting yeah twice wow. two different people at like different times throughout the weekend we 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 gotta do other things let's just put it that way <laughs> yeah, yeah if we yeah. had an event every weekend maybe not right maybe we could get by but but um, it's a nice gig though. I I it's like I like nice. when when they first invited me to do it, I would have done it for free, right? Like as long as they cover my travel costs, I would have done it for free. And they're like, "Oh, we yeah. pay you too." I was like, "Oh, it's it's like a dream, it. right?" Yeah, you know, like most most jobs you get sick of, right? I think by yeah. like you know the f- a first few months of a job, you're like, "Man, I really don't want to work today." I never get that feeling. Yeah, like, it's so fun. Mind. It's so fun to wake. It's like, so much fun. Like I I'm not a morning person. I wake up like ready to go, right? I don't. I feel the dread. I even eat breakfast, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We're, we're, a lot of the other casters don't. Though. A lot of times I'm we'll eating butters, butters to that point, dude. A lot of times I'm eating. Yeah, yeah, butters never eat. Dude, <laughs> half the time I'm like, butters, are you even awake? Right? He's like, oh, I got, yeah, like, right. I got, I, I put, I brought my my suit to the dry cleaners. It got lint all over. I was like, what the heck are you talking what? about? Like, that's like that the makes whole, no sense. Yeah, I know. True yeah, story. Yeah, half the time, it's usually me, dude. I, yeah, I feel like most of the time there's breakfast. It's just me, and then. I don't know what you're doing in the morning, Sue. I feel like you're not. You just you just come down for coffee. I feel like, or like a bagel or something. Yeah, I come down yeah. quick to grab some food, and then I yeah. go back up. I like shower, get dressed. But you yeah. like get dressed and then eat, right? Yeah, because I don't want to go back up and like it's just like too much travel. Like I, I've I've been I good about you. not spilling anything and stuff. Like it's fine, right? Um, mm-hmm. I just like eat and just go, right? Like it, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'm not forgetting anything, but um, and also I don't want to get like rushed, like getting ready. Like if I had to eat something quick, that's easier than like, you know, you can only like mm-hmm. get dressed so quickly. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Gabby and Defye are also pretty good about the breakfast. They're usually better than they me. Are. They both are usually there ahead of time. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Well, you know, Defy's Defye is used to early mornings, right? As a teacher. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah. 
That's actually a good point. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Gabby probably is too with her dog Cheese. I'll be able to keep you Cheese. Up. Yeah, I, I heard he's a, he's a hooligan. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> too. I haven't met him yet, but I do follow him on Instagram. Uh, Ryan Colgrove <laughs> says Caleb doesn't have any friends in LA to watch it with. Lives 15 minutes down the street from an even uh, from an even bigger movie person than Speedy. It's Just true. saying. You know what? You're right, RC. I mean, I should hit you up. I mean, no one hit me up to watch Avatar, you know, Way of the Water or whatever. Because they thought you didn't like movies. That's not true. If you listen to this, I I just haven't seen, like, certain... I'm not a big, like, comedy person. I will say that. Yeah. I like things with, like... Most comedies aren't good. I like things that have, like, pretty deep plot lines that I... I, Dude, sitcoms are, like, always rough for me to watch. I love, like, overarching plots and, like, you know, stuff, like, intense stuff. Yeah. And unfortunately, sitcoms don't do it for me. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not hating on them, but just like usually like, I don't know. I, don't I know. think I think everyone should comment a movie that Caleb should watch. I think that's like a good okay, a good call to action. Okay. Yeah, we'll see which ones I've seen and which ones I haven't. There was yeah. one summer where I was like, uh, just like working um, like in between like my years in college and like I was just living mostly by myself. I had a movie. We didn't really talk much. So I would just like watch a movie like like every day or so, yeah. I, just, I went through a lot of them. I went through like I'm IMDb's like top 250 movies. I like watch a bunch of those. Yeah. Dude, oh my god! I just want to say this. I know we've been like spending some time on movies, so I'll say this quick. Yeah. Uh, I I had a roommate in college. Um, I won't I won't name his name, but he was. You just talked about like you know watching movies and and mm-hmm. for entertainment and stuff. He would go into his room and he would watch a movie. Right? It'd be yeah. like the newest Jason Bourne movie, or it'd yeah. be like Transformers. Or even uh-huh. something like sad, like Million Dollar Baby or something, right? Okay. He go and watch these movies, and he come out of his room, and like my other roommate, roommate and I, Brad, we'd be like, "So, what you think of the movie, man?" His response was the same, no matter what movie it was. <laughs> it could be the most emotional movie in the world. He was like, "Oh man, it was pretty good." Like you watched the Transformers. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, it was pretty good, man." Was like, he even watching the movie? Wait, did I he know. watch it with you all, or he just watched it by himself? He watched it by himself in his room. And he come out with the same response, no matter what the movie was. It could have been anything. It could have been Avatar. Be like, yeah, man, you, it was pretty good. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, easy critic, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Was he like that in like all aspects of life? Like he's like just eating uh, peace? Like you go to yes a restaurant, no. like, oh, how's the food? He's like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, so, yeah, pretty much. Well, this I, I guess McDonald's just, though. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> he just didn't know. I guess he didn't know how to like, you know, express himself. Mm. You know, maybe he just didn't know how to. Uh, convey his emotions i don't know yeah, it was it was could, hilarious I so, like sometimes i would start laughing like eventually i'd be like was it pretty good he's like yeah <laughs> he saved them some time he could just say yeah from now on <laughs> uh ryan also said i probably see four to five movies at least in the theaters i think he, he probably means like at least in a month right at least probably uh, it's probably missing a few words uh i mean i've i believe he's seen four to five movies in the theaters in his lifetime in his life yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just throwing it out there. All right. Well, you know what? Nice. I, I'll let you know. Yeah, because Ryan does live pretty close to me. So, um, mm-hmm. actually, yeah, one of the last movies I saw in the theaters was with a bunch of Pokemon Go people. It was at Santa Monica. We watched Black Panther. It was when Pokemon oh, cool. was here. Yeah, I, I think I mentioned it in the podcast a, a few weeks ago. Yeah. But, um. So that was a fun time. That was a fun time. Yeah. Heck yeah. Because yeah, I, I used to have like when I was in Atlanta, I had like a go to friend I go to movies with. And we all, we both like had similar movie tastes, so, like everything like we always watch the same stuff. And then you got a girlfriend. Mm. Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But right? like Caleb. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, like legit. 
I was like, yo, let's go watch Batman this weekend. He's like, oh, nah, he's like, man, I got some stuff. Um, you know, he's like, he's like, probably maybe like Sunday afternoon. If I, if I can, I'll let you know. I was like, I'll let you know Sunday morning. I was like, all right. Sunday morning came and went. Nothing happened. I was like, well, I guess I'll watch Batman. And I'm looking through Instagram, right? He doesn't like really post much. I'm, I follow his girlfriend too, right? We're friends. And I see on her story, oh, like hiking with my boyfriend or blah, blah, blah. They went on a hike, I guess, all Sunday. And I never saw Batman. Until Dang until it, until really? I went until when I was flying I think to London or something for Worlds or something like that and I saw it on the plane yeah yeah so oh snap so, yeah so I eventually did see it but I was gonna watch it in the theaters but yeah yeah you know it's life, like man. that I called him out and then he's like he's like what you still text me I was like what are you talking about you literally <laughs> I could I got I have the receipts right. Yeah, immediately like, trying to yeah. shift the blame. I was know? like, look, I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not trying to hang on your relationship. Like, you should have fun with your girlfriend, but just let me know. Just yeah. let me know. Anyway, that being said, uh, welcome back. You're just um, home of all the. You just came back from the the hometown of all the Florida men out there, right? The swamp. I returned <laughs> from the swamp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the swamp men. But uh, it was, um, you know, commentating the. Orlando regionals, uh, which look like it was massive. How, uh, so, before we talk about Pokemon Go, too, how many total TCG and VGC players were there? It was like probably close to a thousand for both, right? Uh, it was. It was actually. Uh, so last numbers that I heard mm-hmm. were fifteen hundred for TCG, okay, and uh, just above either seven or eight hundred for VG. Wow. So it's one like- of my one of my teammates and friend, Cal Casey, went for VG. And he was posting in our like group chat. He was like, "Yeah, we were playing for like thirteen hours. <laughs> it was like a thirteen-hour yeah. day. Yeah, a ten-round Swiss tournament. He he just oh. missed the cutoff too because he went eight and two. And you can you can qualify every day too if you go eight and two. But he uh, mm. he was like only like a few spots short. Yeah, that oh was a bunch of people that did. Didn't Wolfie go eight and two as well on day one? I think he. Um, did I believe so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ended up winning, yeah. right? Yeah. So like you know. Like same record as Wolfie, but unfortunately, it just depends on how well your your opponents do against other opponents, and his mm-hmm. opponents can do as well, I guess. But. Yeah, Swiss is a different beast than double elimination. Yeah, know? yeah, ten round tournament, <laughs> dude, thirteen Gosh. hours. That's brutal, man. I see him trying to learn VG, but man, that alone is pretty daunting in itself. Imagine right, if, and then imagine if I and I'm playing for twelve hours, like thirteen hours, and I'm not even doing well, like <laughs> right. To have the the endurance to go for that long, I mean, that's like that's like some of the you know the prime self tournaments, right? Back in the day, yeah, yeah, they would be like almost. That's that long. true. That's true. I mean, that's the thing with Pokemon Go, the battles are much quicker too, right? For that's VG, like true. it's a lot longer, so it's a grind either way. But um, anyway, accurate. so we had about what a hundred and twenty people. Wait, Orlando? we had one hundred twenty-two. Okay, pretty solid. Yeah. So. And, uh, yeah, how was the experience for you? I was watching from back at home. I, I caught all the footage, not all of it live, because it started super early for me. So I like took naps and stuff, but um, I did catch all of it. Dude, it was great. It was a great experience. It, it was for me personally, it was like a homecoming because back in 2020, we had the Orlando Mega Tournament, which was a Fusion Cup format. Mm-hmm. And uh, myself, Lyndon Ryu, Kachinamum, and Jangles21 were, uh, I guess, like the four members of the committee that started and helped organize that uh, event. And of course, like a lot of other people came in to help, including Go Stadium uh, and Ms. Mystic was there and a bunch of other folks as well in the form of like TOs and judges. Um, but essentially, like I remember looking in the booth and dude, this is a throwback. You ready? 
I remember looking in the booth and thinking, uh, you were there as well. You, you, you I was. Um, thinking, or I remember looking in the booth and seeing J. Farmacus and AJ Pilot casting, and I was mm-hmm. like, man, if I could just cast one of these mega tournaments this season, it would make me so happy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, things have happened and think times have changed and it was crazy to be back there and to see everybody. It was like a big reunion. It was awesome. That's awesome. That's I'm awesome. bummed that you weren't there, dude. I know. It's the first time we met too, actually. Yes. Cause I think, Although um, you, you, you didn't, didn't have a face much. cam back in the day. Yeah. Uh, when you did YouTube, but I recognize your logo cause you had the logo on your shirt. Yeah. Like, oh, I've got a I was face. like, you're, um, the speedy chief. I actually don't remember if I said your name or not. I think I think I know you. Have YouTube. I think you said like, "Oh, Sweet Chief 2. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it is." I couldn't like think of it because yeah. I wasn't watching a lot of other people's. Well, I still don't really. I don't really watch a lot of other people's YouTube videos, but I did. I yeah. did see your content floating around. Yeah, dude, I've got a I've got a face for radio, so it took me a while too. <laughs> well, to I mean, if that's up. the case. You might as well keep shaving then. I mean, just to lose, right? <laughs> oh, but no, uh, it was a great experience. Um, yeah, uh, I actually had a huge mistake on the stream in day two. Did you Did you notice? Uh, like a massive mistake. Was it the censorship thing? No. Okay. What What was the mistake? <laughs> so, uh, so the trainer that won. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, was... yeah. The censorship thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, we talked about it in Florida chat, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, I I actually didn't catch it myself. Oh, I think you did say you cor- I you correct yourself, right? Rather you said it. Um. No, this was the second time then. Oh. Okay. Um, well, but anyways, way, yeah, it was it was during the during the grand finals. Yeah. I'll tell everybody if you weren't watching the broadcast. Yeah. Uh, so the trainer's name on the stream was Ze Burglar, right? Yeah. Z E Burglar with two R's at the end. Yeah. But his real name in the game is Zitterd Burglar. And <laughs> yeah. and I'd already casted all of day one and I'm going into day two and we're like in the grand finals. The stream has been on for like at least four hours now, it felt like. And we're getting to the point where. You know, I, I'm like looking at his screen. He locks in his team and I'm talking about him. And I just straight up read his name off the bottom. And I like tried to speed it up at the end. I was like, is it turd burglar is going to, you know, like, like try to get past it and like overwrite that mistake. But they had to like cut the stream for a second. And that was because of me. Oh, I uh, do remember the stream cut. Yeah, I remember the stream cut. But I didn't realize I didn't realize why. Because I wasn't like I was like, what What happened? Yeah, I thought it was a technical was, difficulty. Wait, so when they me. cut it, were they able to cut out the turd part or no? Yes. Yes. Did, unlike unlike previous. Oh, well, so then there's no way we would know why, what happened, right? Nope. Like, nope. No one you only it. know. Okay. You only know if you listen to the Battle Cats podcast. Ah. Uh, That's how you know. See? Now y'all know. Now y'all know. Now you know. I thought it was just a technical know, difficulty. You know. Yeah. No, it was is me. that like a is that like a really bad word? I I don't know. I, I think yeah. they didn't want it to become another meme, you know, uh, because the other so. ones have blown up quite quite badly. Which what what, what other ones? Uh, drawing the card raw, uh, oh. um, unbuckling my belt to let loose, you know. Yeah, I think I they wanted so. to avoid more viral moments. Uh, I mean, hey, is there such thing as bad bad publicity? I don't. Hey, know. I would say not, but you yeah, know, Pokemon say, Company yeah. might disagree. I mean, I would just call him turd for short. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, okay, this is really, really clever. What do you uh, call him? Did you call him burglar for short? Or like when you're commentating? I can't remember. Z burglar. You just said Z burglar? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Dude, this is actually incredibly clever by Wholesome. I don't know mm-hmm. if you saw this in caster chat or not. Um, but Wholesome said, so wait, if the turd burglar would have lost to Bo Sox and to Jay Mills, then he would have come in third place. I did see that. <laughs> Dude. That's pretty clever. I was laughing. So good. I was laughing so at that good. one. Yeah. 
but yeah, it was a great experience. Uh, in summary, yeah, great casting team. Uh, we did the switcheroo with uh, Rosemary so she could come over and cast some Go. We sent uh, Gabby over to VGC so she got to cast uh, a round of that. And uh, we had the grand finals. Dude, I, I actually went back and looked at the records and we've had 15 regionals now. Eight of them have had bracket resets in the grand finals. And four of those eight, the loser has ended up flipping everything and winning the tournament. <laughs> I wasn't one of those four. <laughs> almost, dude. Almost. Almost. If I got two the games away. Freaking Reggie debuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. But yeah, it was it was pretty impressive. Well, because I got I got subtly spoiled. Um, because I watched some of it in the morning. I was like, man, I'm up early, so I took a nap. And by the time I woke up, uh, my team had a faction and stuff. I was helping prep, and I went for community day. So I I watched the rest when I got back from community day. But so I already knew that um Turburger already won. But I was just like, how? I was like, he he got. He got he got beat pretty hard in the winners finals, right? Yeah, and by then Bo he Sox. almost lost the losers finals, and he just comes back and three O's Bo Sox and then three ones him. I was like, wow, I was like, that was quite yeah. the uh, momentum shift. But... Bo Sox only won one lead in that entire seven game oh, set. Oh wow, yeah, only one lead. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. It's... But um, pretty wild too. Shadow Mala it wasn't the fire type everyone expected. There was a lot no. of Shadow Charizard though. I will say that. Um, there was mm. one Shadow Cancel Nine Tails too. And a lot more yeah. charm, uh, alone nine tails yeah. than I expected. I thought Powderstone would be the ve- the better variant, but seems like charm is still pretty scary, you know, because a lot of people have gotten pl- complacent, and there's still yes. no poison. So you you just like if you if you don't have the steel on it, you're one or maybe two seals max. It's, it's still not a great time, or super right? effective. Yeah, yeah. Well, the yeah, lack exactly. of poison is actually pretty killer. Well, so. the only two Alola, the only two shadow Alola Nine Tails to make it into day two were Charm. All the Powder yeah. Snows had been beaten. All the Powder Snow ones, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. Did you get any Alola Shadow Alola Nine Tails? Because I know you're at the event, right? Dude, so all weird. of mine were all of mine were hot garbage, dude. <laughs> yeah, hot garbage. We're gonna watch them say that one, but it was. It was a hot garbage <laughs> odds too. Let me put it that way. Every time I'm like, oh, here we go, ice one. Swine of. Oh, here we go. Alolan Sandshrew. Sandshrew. I tweeted about it, and it's so relevant, and it got a bunch of likes. I'm not even trying oh, to like God. like boost myself up here or not, but I think people no, liked it's... it because it's relevant. 700 likes. Everyone it was like was... my most liked tweet of all time. <laughs> Everyone was yeah. feeling it, man. They were like, come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, I, I, I got like a top, like a rank 251 for Great League, and that's it. Like, I didn't even get a good one for Ultra League. It's better than mine. I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm at the point, Caleb, where I'm like rationalizing the attack-weighted one. I'm like, hey, okay. <laughs> this get is only swag. like rank 2000. <laughs> you know, do I get a do I get a break point here or something? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe take out Scrafty with one charm instead of two. <laughs> yeah, right. Or Zylus, right? Yeah, or Zylus. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so Chris Chris Brown tweeted that over 2,500 players were at uh, Orlando across all three games. Ooh, that's wild. Were, were there, um, I mean, feel free to not share this if you're not allowed sure. to or you don't think it's appropriate, but were there any, like, connectivity issues? Because everything looked pretty clean on stream. Yeah, um, none that I know of. Okay. And that's actually amazing, that's right? That's incredible, given the size, too, of how many players. Because VG all needs Wi-Fi. Like, TCG is no big deal, right? Because they just, you know, they just need space, but. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Were there? Um, I heard rumors that there might have been new phones too. No, uh, no, not at this event. Okay, okay, yeah, not maybe at this future one. one. Maybe future one. Well, yeah. that's good though. That's really good either way. Um, okay. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, cool. 
That's uh yeah, it was fun to watch and everything. We saw some interesting stuff happen. A very unfortunate shadow ball too. That was uh Oh dude. That was pretty wild. I felt I felt bad, but it was just like Mark Sun put it really well. He said it was tragic, and he's right. Yeah. That was dude. a tragic shadow ball. So anyway, for those that don't know, it was game one of J Mills versus Rise Occasion in the losers bracket day two. And so obviously I both of them have to win it to like stay in the tournament. Yes. And it came down to a wire. And J Mills had two sky attacks loaded on his knocktow. Rise had one sky attack loaded. Rise's knocktow was not in sky attack range, needed two to take it out. Mm-hmm. Whereas J Mills was in sky attack range. But J Mills was knocktow one's charge from priority. But they CMP. So J Mills throws the first. Now, for a split second, Rise comes in with his knocktow, and there was energy enough for Shadow Ball and Sky Attack, and actually clicks Shadow Ball, but charge priority. So we see the Sky Attack first come out from J Mills. So then Rise has another chance to press the charge. So you see him pressing the Sky Attack. He's like, oh shoot, like I shouldn't have done that. But because he charged priority earlier, it's still going to throw the Shadow Ball, right? Yes. <laughs> and so, so J Mills is knocked out. Survives with like a sliver of health left because his double resistance Shadow Ball and is able to get off the second Sky Attack to win that battle. And you know, you can tell obviously Rise was probably frustrated from that. I mean, who wouldn't be, right? Uh, the the funniest part about that for me is that Jay Mills looked more stressed than Ryzen. I don't know what he, <laughs> yeah. was, he was like. Yeah, he's like, like oh no, it's like, over. no, no. I'm oh, like, no. you know, like acting out Jay Mills, but he was like, I, I, I'm really curious. He was, he looked stressed, right? I was just like, Jay Mills. I was like, why are you look like that's like the only possible win condition, right? Like, like he probably thought like there's no way I win this, <laughs> you know? Dude. Um. It was devastating, yeah, and, and I could see like the trainers wear uh, you know a mask on stage. Yeah. But I could see as soon as Rise clicked that, he looked up at J Mills and he started talking. I'm yeah. pretty sure he was like, "I press Shadow Ball, man. I press Shadow Ball." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were talking when the the charges were going through. J Mills like, "Oh, like GG's," and he's like, "No, no, no, don't you worry." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh my god, that's heartbreak, tough. man. And Rise actually he went on Twitter and he was like, "I found the source of the issue. His old Noctowl with slightly worse IVs yeah. was actually flipped." Yeah, yeah. And he was just had muscle memory, right? He just didn't absolutely. Change it. Well, a lot, yeah, and a lot of people tend to put like the lower energy move on the left side. I think you and uh, it was you and Gabby talked about it, right, when it happened. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and I think that makes a lot of sense. I it, that it'll mess me up a, a lot because for me, it's not even that. It's like I'll have a stumpfisk, a glaring stumpfisk in ultra league and one in great league, and mm-hmm. my rock side and Urquid might be on different sides for the two leagues. So I'm playing a lot of ultra league, like, yes. let's say this week. And I start playing Great League. I'm like, oh shoot, it's like only different sides. Yeah. So I've definitely mm-hmm. been in that situation. I haven't, I haven't really. I don't remember if I've done that in recent memory, but um, but yeah, that does that does is unfortunate. I've I've definitely been on the receiving of that end of that a few times, and it's been um, it's Dude, been nice for me. I always like ask my chat. I'm like, chat, which side is the shadow ball on? Help me out. <laughs> and like, chat starts typing left or right, uh, and they troll me, right? So they like they press yeah. the they they type the wrong one on purpose. <laughs> Well, anyway, congrats to Zetard Burglar. Is, is is he from um? Is he from the U.S. Or is he from Europe? I believe he's know? from the U.S. Okay, okay, because I think just he's on a factions that's from EU, which is, is he really? Me. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, but also congrats to Bosox for getting second place. Um, yeah, so really, Bosox really is great. Yeah, two Dunsparce that qualified for Worlds now. Two Don't Sports like Qualifier Worlds. Dude, we saw a Spinda on stream. There were some Dude, wacky teams in Orlando. It was so a wacky. Spinda that, that, they, they actually used the Spinda, right? A yeah. Shadow Mawile, a six Shadow team. Like, it was 
Oh, it was a yeah. hoot. But it was fun to watch. It was a hoot. I see what you did there. It was a hoot. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, it, was, it was a double hoot. Um, that being said, uh, we, we had a bet, too. We had a Stardust bet for the Noibat community that happened right after the tournament ended. You said you were going to tell me something. What, what's what's the situation here? Dude, I uh, I did not have an ideal start to my Stardust extravaganza. Oh, what's that mean? Um, so essentially the event ended uh-huh. and then I had to go do a recording and then we all had to stay around for photos mm. and then I had to like write a script. Uh, mm. and then, uh, basically I got to, Dis- to Disney Springs with Alpha Phoebe and I played the community today for 30 minutes. Ah, so it sounds like I, I probably won this one, huh? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know. You, you look at it that way. I, I, yeah, that's the only way to look at it, in my opinion. Well, let me really? let me tell you. Let me tell you about unfortunate things too. Mine was not nearly as okay. unfortunate as yours, but that's I went okay. down to Grand Park in LA, so like downtown LA to play. Yeah, it's like first time being there, and nice. I was trying to find street parking. It was like super hard, right? It was packed. So I didn't start playing until about like thirty-five to forty minutes into the event, either. But okay, that's about the total time you played. So I, I definitely. Probably outdid you on the dust here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. Uh, that being said, you know the the original agreement is the winner of the bets gets to choose what the other person powers up. I mean, you have a lot of dust here, Speed. I do. You have a lot of I, dust. I did go. I did go over 14 million this weekend. You so. know, so like, why not just let me recommend something, right? Let's just say I won in. I recommend because I don't have a lot of dust, so I was stressed. I was like, dude, I need to find parking. I'm about to lose. Like, he's at like Orlando. I know he's going to go to Disney Springs. <laughs> all this dust. Like, so like, you actually and, grinded like, hard. I did what I could for like two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah, I was there with HM London, and um, he had to head out a little early because he wasn't feeling well. And so I was just by myself, just like doing everything, you know? I was trying. Uh-huh, I was uh-huh, trying. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. And I got a little over 600K, so. Uh, okay, I only, did like four, I only did like 400K, so. No if way, you, you did 400K in 30 minutes? What? Uh, How? Yeah, I was, I so I had, Oh, dude, you had I'm a, not going to tell you, I'm you not going to tell you had, all You probably my had like a Go Plus going while you're still like, there, right you weren't like not catching, yeah right okay I w- yeah i wasn't like not playing at all but i was okay. like you know writing and doing I, a bunch of other I, I thought of some like backup things just in case you did beat me because i know for a fact at the venue you get more dust at regionals so i was like dude it's not fair right because and twasel also uh-huh. mentioned it's like oh is this fair speedy might be getting 900 ki- 900 dust per catch if he's at the venue I was like, oh, shoot, you right. I was like, well, we got to call off the bet if that's the case. And I'm like, damn, I'm late too. Like, we definitely got to call off the bets. In, uh, so but, I'm going to be uh, honest with you. In hindsight, I probably should have stayed at the stayed venue. Stayed at the venue. But then I would have called off the bet because you get a bu- d- bus- dust bonus just like a weather boost bonus. <laughs> do, do you want to know how much I was getting for a Noivat at, yeah, at the event? How much? So, What's so if this is for this is like not publicly broadcasted a lot, right? Yeah. We don't talk about this. But if you go to a regional, you automatically get two times catch stardust within the area. Yes. For the duration of the weekend. Right? Yes. So it was two times catch stardust stacked on the three times catch stardust stacked on the one point five oh multiplier gosh. bonus. Do we want to cancel so, this bet right away? If I, if I was, we actually stayed there. Yeah, you should have stayed there. For a simple Noibat, non-weather boosted, just uh-huh. a regular Noibat, I was getting 1,350 dust Dude, per yeah, no wonder why. I was. I thought you were joking when you said 400K. Dude, yeah, no, this no. bet is still on. Come on now. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm changing the score I, right I, now. All-time bet. Dude, 
I wasn't Never. really grinding though, so it doesn't feel like legit, you know. Uh, I mean, I that's know. good. I, I told people I, I was like, keep them at the, keep them busy, right? Remember <laughs> <laughs> what you said? I said that you're like, no, don't worry, I got this, right? I, worry, hey, dude. you have a lot of dust, right? So I feel like my suggestion is pretty harmless. Um, we'll see. You know what? <laughs> we'll I'm a, I, I, I'm a, I'm a man of the people, you know. So you know what we'll do? I what? will, um. I'll I'll create a Twitter post later, and I'll say, "Hey, what would you like Speedy to give me suggestions on what we'd like Speedy to power up?" And I'll take the okay. I'll take a suggestion that I like the most. Right? I won't okay. say the but one do it because I feel like people control you a lot if you like uh, max out a uh, I don't know a spinder <laughs> yeah like a zero IV shadow storm or something like that right like it's just like I don't want like so yeah a spinder I mean you might not even have the XLs for it. I mean I, I know <laughs> no I, I do I absolutely do no, not I have no. like seven it's, XLs <laughs> yeah it's it's like super hard but um so I'll just say I'll take uh, a suggestion that I like right because I can see a lot of people trolling and if I say like the one that has the most amount of likes like people might just like troll so much and make you power up something really bad mm-hmm. so okay you think that's fair. I think that's fair, right? Yeah. Uh, fair. Uh, how many? How many? Co- Mr. Question, Mr. One point three k per catch dust collector here. <laughs> how many? How many options are you going to give people? No, no, I'm not going to do a poll. I'm just going to say just drop something in the comments. Uh, really? Yeah. Because uh, what if I'm not thinking something, right? Hmm, I guess. Do you have any Hundo Shadows out of curiosity? Yeah, I do. W- which ones? Uh, I'll tell you. Let me see. Shadow and four star is the search string for anyone who's uh-huh. not sure. I have a Numel, a Nuzleaf, a Poliwag, a Stunky, and a Zubat. Hmm. I got five options. The Numel could be good because there's a. Oh no, you can't evolve a Shadow into a Mega Camera. <laughs> okay, I won't. I won't do no, that. No, but All but it is useless. it is the Ultra League Rank One Camera up. Wait, what? What? What does it power up to? It goes to like twenty four seventy seven or something. Would so, you use it? Yeah, dude, it'd be awesome. Oh, actually, shoot. that's like Wait, the really? most useful one. Yeah. You know what? Let's just scrap it then. Let's just let's just do that. How about that? All right. I think right, I feel down. like that was something you would have invested in anyway, right? One day to try it's, spice. I don't. You know, I'm such a miser, dude. It's like six hundred fifty k dust you or something. Have Fourteen mil. But still, dude, <laughs> dude, that, you you literally got all of that in literally thirty minutes. <laughs> Almost all that in thirty minutes. Uh, I guess. You'll I have fourteen a mil still with other, other, you know, other double dust opportunities, right? But after that, I'm gonna be down to like thirteen point four. Dude, <laughs> so, <come on>. so <laughs> dropping the bucket, man. <laughs> dropping the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, I'm not even at a million dust right now. That's why I was terrified if you won this one. Because whatever I power dude. up, I'm just going to be, you know. You're going to be broke. I am. <laughs> I'm be broke. broke. I'm be broke. Nah, I really need to upgrade my ultra roster. So, ultra shadow camera up. Let's do dude, it. if you ever play factions again and you run that, dude, that's such an advantage. If it's, especially if like you could pull, like so. if it has any play, here's why. No one's going to have one to scrim their teammates with, right? If I face someone, my teammates will be like, dude, what do you want me to do, Caleb? Like, I'm not going to run. Like, I don't have this, right? Yeah. Like, what's similar to that? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. But if you best buddy it, does it get, come close to 2,500? Maybe you should work on the best buddy yet while you're at it. Um, I don't know. If I go, dude, if I go level 51, it's 2,497. Yo, that's clean. You should do it. It's a clean number. Start budding it. Do you have the XLs for it or no? Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's do yeah, it. I do. Let's do it. All right, I'm down. All right, I want to do it on stream. Okay, when you when are you gonna do it? 
Mm, let's see. I can do it this week. Okay. Okay. Do we stop this Ultra League? Fun. No, we don't, right? Can Wait, we I'm oh, we Ultra do, League we do. right now. Yeah, we have another week of Ultra League, right? Yeah. Because it's uh-huh. Ultra League and then Love Cup. Oh, you can yeah. run it. You can run it this week. Or next oh, week. Wait. If it's Go best battle buddy. Day. Oh, if it's best buddy, it goes to 50.5, Oh, so just power. Okay. I, 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 uh, well, what do you want to do? Do you want I mean, to do. 2479 is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't best buddy it in time anyway. Yeah, and you won't be like, you only best buddy one thing too. If you want to run like a clear yeah. stumpfist with it, then like it's, yeah. Yeah. I personally prefer to have like only best buddy things I need best buddy to. Same. Close, yeah. For Ultra League. Mm-hmm. Or if I want to want to win CMP or on something. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right. Yeah, okay. Dude. I feel pretty good. I finally won a dust bet. It, it had to go. come at the cost of you only playing 40 minutes, but you know what? <laughs> A beggar can't yeah. be a chooser, you know. I haven't won just, any of these yet, so just yeah, imagine if I really went went hard, dude. Dude, I like did everything. I banked all this stuff. I saved all my like GBL, like you know, like dust thing, right? I had all these eggs incubated, like these twelve kilometer eggs. And uh-huh. The only thing I was missing was these forty minutes <laughs> at the at the start. <laughs> I was like, shoot. Oh man, it's all good. And I, I also stopped a little bit to do a few rocket stops because rocket stops were everywhere. I was trying to get like these yeah. and Vulpix too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hmm. but all right. Yeah, well, anyway, the Shadow Man was fun too. Um, dude, he, he, here's why I was like so sleep deprived this weekend because okay. I was staying up late to drive around to these to do shadow stops at night because like traffic's so bad here and I, I didn't want like I wasn't going to walk around in the middle of the night in like Hollywood. Mm. But then the stream would start in the morning, right? And mm-hmm. like really early morning for me. So like there were times where I just stayed up to just catch the beginning of the stream and I just pass out. Because, like, by the time I got back from grinding Shadow Stops, I'm just like, yeah. Oh, Dude, I, I've actually, I've actually wondered about this for a while. You don't have to answer if you don't want to. Yeah. But I've actually, I've been curious. Do you, like, stay up late and then, like, nap until about lunch and then stay up and then nap again? It depends on the day. Uh, like, do you sleep uh, twice? <laughs> twice not, per day? Not usually. It just depends, right? Because there's some, there's sometimes where I have, like, streams or, like, meetings and stuff at, like, 9 a.m. Uh-huh. uh because that's like 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 my patrons if they want to do coaching sessions like it's it's i essentially mm-hmm. do time slots between 9 a.m and 5 p.m my time gotcha. sometimes i'll do like other times to accommodate but like because i have some patrons that are all around like i've won like in like indonesia and stuff like so like the times are pretty wild mm-hmm. right um so yeah it kind of just varies i should probably yeah should probably you just kind of follow little. follow a different schedule depending on the day yeah, it's not ideal. It's not ideal. That is a good yeah. question, though. You, what I young, usually, what I usually hope on, rely on, because it's like a global game, right? So I have people on my Discord, people on my patrons, people I talk to regularly, right? They're all around the world. So what I usually, I was talking to one of my patrons who was visiting LA yesterday. I was named Manny. He's from uh, Germany, but we're just catching up, and he's and he was talking about. He's like, yeah, you're up at like weird times. I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, most of the time, I just hope that people that are different time zones from me. Don't sit there and try to do the calculation on like what time I'm actually sending the message. Right? <laughs> You'd be concerned. Yeah, it gets bad when it's like the East Coast people are waking up and I'm still up. Then I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah, but it's pretty late. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and then also on top of that, when we travel and stuff, right? We go to like different tournaments and stuff. Like my sleep schedule gets even more wonky because of the jet lag and everything too. So mm-hmm. I, feel, but, I hear you on that. Yeah, I never have trouble falling asleep. I do. I don't sleep very well at the events. At the events in general, or just like in at general? The in general? Oh well, at the oh, events sorry, makes sense, yeah, because because the, the jet lag. But yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, we should probably, I should probably address that. Well, we'll see. Maybe, maybe a goal to start up next year. <laughs> maybe this year, I don't know. Yeah. But 2024 goals. 2024, yeah. Hold on, let me take my jacket off real quick. It's a little warm. Uh, we have an event coming up, though. Yes. It's one of my favorite events. And really? Yeah. Not, I, not... Never pic- I never pictured you as a romantic, dude. Well, I'm talking about Pokemon Go events here. We're, we're okay. Different things here. Um, <laughs> but uh, that being said, oh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I will say this. I hate, I hate flowers. You know, I know a lot of what? people like What do you flowers. got against flowers? What do you got against them? <sighs> dude they're just like they're dead plants you know like they're dead they're like dying plants they're technically dead plant reproductive features too i'm trying to avoid certain words here right but that's what they are plant uh plants they reproduce through their flowers right the pollen and everything and uh yeah yeah, yeah. you know stigmata and everything right um you're, you're giving dead plant reproductive features to people and here, here's the other thing too. There's a couple of reasons. I've never really been a huge fan because I was like, I get flowers. I was like, I don't really know what to do, right, with them. Uh, I guess I could put it in a vase or something, but I don't even have vases because I don't really like flowers. But I could put it in a vase until they will. Like they just like get they they get progressively worse and worse, right? They just like they uh-huh. just wilt over and stuff like that. Um, so there's that. There's a whole like you know like symbolically like I just I don't know. I'm not a huge fan. And then mm-hmm. also my cats too, because cats are a lot of cats are allergic to certain pollens. Like some of them could mm-hmm. just kill them. So I, I like I don't know which ones are which, but I just play safe. I'm like, and my yeah, and no my cats flowers. will yeah no flowers. And my cats will also like chew on like the leaves and the flowers and everything too. So it's just like even though I did have them, they weren't allergic. Like they be been like they have a bunch of holes all over them, right? So yeah, sure. Um, okay. So there's that, and then also on top of it, I hate. This is just me personally, right? This is my personal thing, right? If I'm no hate on anyone that likes flowers, this is my personal thing. I also hate doing things to do it, right? Like that's why, like when I've been in relationships during Valentine's Day in the past, it's such a weird holiday for me, right? <laughs> I know we're really off topic here. It's such a weird holiday because for me, it's just like I hate doing something because you're supposed to do it. But at the same time, too, like, I don't want to seem like a bad, like, partner or whatever because, sure. like, everyone else is doing it, right? But at the same time, I'm just like, dude, I wouldn't have done this, you know, we wouldn't have gone to a fancy if it wasn't or got the this social stuff. norm. Yeah, and if it wasn't this day, right? We're doing it because of that day. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. So, like, in my do- my mind's, like, all scrambled, right? Because, like, I hate, like, just doing things to do it, right? I'm not a, I'm yeah. not a big fan of that stuff. And I and also then, hate then- giving gifts and stuff that just everyone gives, right? Like, I don't like – so, like – chocolate flowers like that's like what i don't know what like all the 99 percent the other guys are doing right like i'm not trying yeah. to be like that right yeah and then but. the partner's also disappointed right because they're like where are my gifts yeah right yeah and, and, and they're like anything. all all my friends are getting this stuff right where's mine right yeah from yeah so you know do you just... do you think of christmas the same way um no christmas is a little different because you're like spending time with family and stuff like that right oh, and like okay, it's like it's okay. like a more like community group thing Valentine's is like a one-on-one thing, right? And it's also like Christmas is like there's a lot of things behind it that I could get around, right? Like like you, a lot of people have the days off, right? Um, depending on, I mean, depending on what kind of jobs you work, but most of the time you have time off, right? Um, so you can actually do stuff tangibly, right? Like if, you know, like uh, same thing, like Thanksgiving's origins are a little weird, but I do like the, the, the <laughs> familial aspect too, right? There's actually, there's there's things that are meaningful to it. Valentine's Day is just like some very marketed 
holiday that you're supposed to feel like I, it's just like for me it's like christmas is different because you can see your family and like that's not going to change mm-hmm. how i feel but you actually get be there with them valentine's day is just like another day if you're especially if you're not in like a long distance you don't get the day off right like if everyone yeah. got the day off you know fantastic right sure i'll plan a whole date like we, you know we got this is like a, any other day right yeah i don't know I'm, okay I'm okay weird. i'm just trying to like learn the rules learn the parameters here you know like oh to, family's to okay yeah Couples things are like weird if it's forced. Yeah, you know? I don't know. It's just okay. I mean, I get, I get that. To I'm a little different, and this is why I'm. This is why I'm the anti-meta guy, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm doing the anti-meta thing, which against the system. Like. Yeah, I talked about the Valentine's Day event on the stream. I mean, what, what are what are some highlights? What are you excited about? Yeah. So to, sorry to so to get to um to to my favorite Pokemon Go events. One of my favorite Pokemon Go events, dude. Also, here's the thing too. They have it during Valentine's Day a lot of times. And so sometimes I'm like, man, I want to go out and grind some chances, right? Back in the day when I was in relationships with people. Um, yeah. But uh, you be like, why sometimes. are you playing Pokemon? You should be with me, you know? I was like, sorry, babe. This get, is like, get you okay. one that can do both, Caleb. Get you one that can do both. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's true. That's, 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 that's your philosophy, right? <laughs> it worked yeah. out. It worked that's out. plan. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Valentine's Day. As they say, charm is in the air. Celebrate Pokemon Go's Valentine's Day 2023 event and love this limited research day. So, uh, there's a bunch of things. This is We had a prediction, right? Because uh, a couple of weeks ago, we said, oh, what do you think the next Mega is going to be? Oh, Actually, yeah. Mega Gardevoir, which is kind of cool. Uh, I believe the typing doesn't change, right? Still should be Fairy Psychic. So, that'll be pretty nice, too. Yeah. And on top of that, uh, so that'd be a debut of that. You can also get shiny uh, when you raid them. Uh, but if you evolve Curlia uh, to get a Gallade or Gardevoir, uh, mm-hmm. it'll no- learn the move Synchronoise. And uh, they can also be encountering raids uh, with those moves. So that's kind of cool. Synchronoise mm-hmm. is pretty good for Gardevoir. It's not really great for Gallade. I mean, I would yeah. have one just in it, case. It just has better moves, though. Yeah, it just has Leaf Blade in close combat. It just gives you so much better yeah. coverage, right? Like... Uh, it's really against like stuff like, like Charizard that you need Synchronize for, like or Talonflame. Yeah. But dude, I've been close combating some Charizards, my Shadow Glade and Ultra League this weekend. It does work, it's, oh, dude. It takes it out like if half health, like one close Shh. combat. And, and well, I think it's Shadow Confusions are already chunky into half health. <laughs> True. Yeah. You, that, you, that's the thing as well yeah. like like if you're looking for psychic type damage it has confusion mm-hmm. if if you had to choose between like confusion and counter i could see counter synchronoise glade actually being a thing but because you have confusion you don't really need it mm-hmm. yeah it doesn't learn counter either in in, yeah. in pokemon go main mm-hmm. series game i think it does i mean a lot of things learn counter in the main series game though so it's very different like i know even bastion learns it so um just, just saying, just saying. But anyway, this uh, uh this event uh will run from February eighth to February fourteenth. So mm. it technically ends on the evening of Valentine's Day. Yeah. Which is like there's ah. that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So for those that are doing stuff, you might only have one less day to do it. I kind of wish it was a little longer. It's like less than six days. It's yeah. about six days. Yeah, less than six days. A little under six days, but. Um, that being said, there's a few other things. There's a global Valentine's event going on, though. This is big. All right. You got to send 100 million 
gifts globally. Woo. So by the time you listen to this, it's already been started. You probably see a counter and stuff like that. Since and, gifts. And it, it, you also see your friends and who, who sent what. How many have you sent? I'm going to check. It hasn't I just, started check yet. Friends. It has. It has. Oh, it's already active? It's active, yeah. You can see. So yeah, I guess probably, you're going to send. I've, I've already said 25. Whoa. I've yeah. sent zero. One of my friends sent 99. I don't know who it is because um, I put a nick- generic nickname for them. Mm. Yeah. You sent zero. That's okay. I'm trying to do my part, man. We are at, we're almost at 15 million. Already? So only 85 more million to go. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be cool if we get this done right beforehand. Because if we do, if this does happen, the bonus is uh, you get a global challenge bonus of three times transfer candy for the remainder event and two times transfer candy XL for trainers level 31 and up for the remainder event. And the most heartbreaking thing, you know where this is going, Speedy. Nah, yeah, I mean, you, you know. can tell it if you want to. <laughs> I can, yeah, I'll let you tell, right? This is your story to tell. Um, so I usually save up a ton of Pokemon to transfer during the spotlight hours, right? How many every, once a month time? or like once it, I think it's like either f- every four to six weeks. Yeah. I mark like a ton of stuff, stuff that I've traded legendary raid bosses that I don't want that have bad IVs. I'm never going to trade mm-hmm. like old stuff. I don't want anymore. All kinds of stuff. This time I had 1,400 things marked for transfer and I sent them all away. And I was like, I'm going to clean my bag completely for Noibat community day. Cause I need room for that too. Yeah. And I did it. And then, like, a few days later, they announced this. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> the, uh, the hoarder did not hoard enough, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, that's the thing, too. If people think I have, like, inside information or something, that should be proof enough that I do not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not that or speed doesn't read. <laughs> uh, yeah, or I can't read or something. Uh, both of us are not the best at reading, though, so. Um, that's true. We're also math. not great at math, so uh, it's a good thing we could do some commentating once in a while. Otherwise, we'd be hopeless in this world. Um, yes, we have limited skills. <laughs> yeah, there's a form change available too. During the Valentine's Day event, you're able to change your natural form furfrow to a heart trim furfrow. Um, you know, and blah blah blah. So that's pretty cool. Have you have you changed any of your furfrows? Not a single one, dude. I still don't even have a scatter bug. <laughs> oh, not a, you don't have a scatter bug? Okay. No. This is actually this is actually low key a hack for uh, getting some additional dust because uh-huh. if your if your stacked encounters from your oh. research task are already at a hundred, just stack some scatter bugs from different regions. Dang, you know what? I'm gonna start getting some scatter bug now. Shoot, that's a good Do strat. It. I need to start it's prepping motivation. for it before the next dust dust challenge between me and Speedy. Oh yeah, if, all if, I'm at, if I'm at, if I'm at maximum power, dude, you better watch out. I mean, this isn't even my final form. You know, well, in the meantime, we'll see that hundo camera up in action. Um, we have a bunch of wild encounters, too. So those would be pretty good. Uh, for the first time, you can encounter Shiny Frillish. Dude, that's pretty nice. Shiny that's fun. Frillish? That's going to be pretty dope. Um, on top of that, uh, we have uh, Flabebe in different uh, color uh, flowers that will be appearing wild. Uh, so red, it will be Europe, Middle East, and Africa. Blue is Asia Pacific region, and then yellow is in the Americas. And so we're familiar mm-hmm. with the yellows. And then the super rare ones is orange and white. Those can appear anywhere, but those are much more rare in general. So if you find an orange or white one, you're in a you're in a good spot. So uh, really? I do have a couple of those, yeah. Um, but I, I, I actually made my Florges already. Uh, for Master League, so I still need XL. So this is perfect timing for it because I think Master League's gonna Master League Premiere is gonna roll around 
uh, in a few weeks. Yeah. So I'm going to get the excels I need to finish that off. Um, Very nice. Yeah, yeah. On top of that, you got Chansey's in the Wild, Ardino's, Autonodos, and then yep. Alomomola, too. Uh, it could also be shiny, but also great for Love Cup. And then I'm still trying to make one for Ultra League. Me you, too. You I have a hundo, hundo I'm trying to make. Oh, I don't have the hundo yet. That's the problem. I'm still working on the XLs too, though. But yeah, same. Well, Furfro is spawning in the wild too. Actually, that's actually kind of cool because I still need a shiny Furfro. That's a cool shiny. Same. Mm. Anyway, seven kilometer eggs. Licky Tongue's hatching out of it. That's pretty nice. Happy Knee, both Frillish, Alomola. Not too bad. For the eggs, yeah, all things it's also kind of cool. Like, I know it's not a great Pokemon, but Moralol coming back is kind of cool. It was spawning in Salt Lake City, I believe, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, Moralol is, yeah. Um, it's kind of cool, yeah, yeah, it could be good. Um, and then, uh, five star race, we have Tapu Lele coming back, and that's going to be shiny, so that'd be cool. And then, Mega Gardevoir, of course, and then Field Research Task, not that super wild. I think the Frillish one task is probably the one you want. Don't know mm. what the quest is. And then also, there's some other stuff. You might you might get, oh, Spinda. Spinda with a heart pattern, too. Could also be shiny. Hey, yeah, we cool. saw Spinda put in some work. Uh, well, actually, it didn't, they didn't win any games on Spinda on stream. But I do know a certain uh, friend of ours, Arrow, that got beat by Spinda. <laughs> Dude. Oh, Arrow, man. man. The ability to conquer the ultra beat, uh, the the ability to conquer legendary beasts, but can't conquer a Spinda, <laughs> or an Empoleon. Yeah, or Empoleon. Yeah, can't conquer Empoleon. Can't conquer a Spinda. Could be a Suicune though, a twelve hundred CP Suicune. <laughs> yes, it's true. Uh, it's I, wish, of great I wish I was on stream, man. That would have been such good content. <laughs> such good content. But um, anyway, I mean, it, it is interesting. Dude, if Spinda had a better move than Dig as a ground move, dude, it'd be actually pretty interesting. Because I oh, see one would, is absolutely. already pretty solid, but Dig is just such a bad move, unfortunately. I'm going to look on Pokemon Database. I'm going to try to see what it has. What it has? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe collect those. I, I mean, I still, I do trade my Spindas for XL candies for it, but even though I do that, like, it's, like, I've never walked a Spinda. I don't have 100%. I have, like, a 98 one, though. Um... Yeah, I don't have 27 Spinda candies, so. Yeah, I think I have like seven. So yeah. you have 20 more than me. Yeah, I have a thousand regular candies. I've been trying to catch them, but it's just. You know. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. Some, yeah, it gets a couple of gnarly things, but I don't see any other ground coverage move. Mm, maybe close combat would be good. I don't know, but. Yeah. Then you get walled off by Azu. That's already pretty, pretty strong into it. Uh, Azu's already pretty strong into it. There's also the Limited Day Love Disc uh, Research Day, which is this upcoming Saturday from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. the 11th. I'm just get a shiny Love Disc. I actually don't think I have one, but uh, I don't really care too much about it's, it. But. It's gold, right? Yeah, it's gold. It's a nice looking shiny. Yeah, it's mm. a nice looking shiny. Um, and then other Pokemon appearing the wild. I, oh, oh, during this, oh, this is Limited Research Day appear in the wild. Um, so this might be worth playing just for the it, the extra things in the wild. Lickitung. Mill Tank, Laleep, those are all good ones. Mm-hmm. And then Fomantis too. Ultimately Fomantis I've been trying to maybe make one day, but it's, I don't know if it's good or not. And then also Alomomola. So um, overall, I think it's going to be a pretty good event. I'm looking forward to it, you know. Um, oh, oh, here's an important one. Trainers can also pick bonus from the following options. I love, I, I'm a huge fan of this like quality of life. I don't even say quality of life update. It's just like a general like update, I guess. Yeah. Um, you get two times daily adventure incense duration as an option, 
two times XP for catching or two times candy for catching as option. Ooh. Which one are you what are you, what are you gonna pick? Oh, no, no, no. I asked you first. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Uh, I I probably go with the candy. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think. What do I really need candies for? For Bebe, I guess. Aloma Lola. Aloma Lola. Yeah. The two times Adventure Instincts. It's just like Adventure Instincts has been kind of disappointing. I don't know. Yeah. It's like I don't know. It's just like yeah, you get twice the chance to have a glaring bird run on you, right? <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes you get some rare stuff. Yeah. I usually go with the dust, but because we don't have the dust option this time. I think I want to go with true. candy. What about you? Uh, dude, XP all the way. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> never. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, so I think if I know I'm going to be walking a lot during those days, mm-hmm. I probably would do the daily adventure. If I'm being honest, okay. because even if you get the candy catch bonus, yeah, it doesn't give you the XLs automatically. You know, right, right, right. Like you have a better chance for transferring them, but you need a hundred regular candies to make one XL. So mm-hmm. like. 12 at a time. I guess you need to catch what, like eight of them or something. Dude, the the, the 100 mm. transfer over to 1XL is not too bad. It's definitely helped me a lot of times. Mm. What are you hoarding the regular candies for at this point? <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> Dude, I have so much stuff I want to make. Maybe I should get the candy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. You also get two times Stardust for opening gifts, and then lure yes. modules last for two hours. That's kind of cool. That's kind of mm-hmm. cool. So, I'm uh, yeah, it should be it should be interesting. I'm gonna get those get those full babies. Yeah. Um, but anyway, oh, one other thing too: the male, uh, the blue fish, frillish, and male ones, they don't spawn in the wild. They're only hatching from seven kilometer eggs, and then probably from GBL. And that's it. So a little mm-hmm. bit more rare, a little bit more. Oh, and you can get it from research too. I think mm-hmm. research, and then also raids, right? No, they're not even in raids. Yeah. They're just yeah, not in raids. Yeah, but the the female one will be. So pretty cool events. I'm down for it. I wanna say it's my favorite event, but it's definitely one of my one of my favorites, I think. One yeah. of my favorites. Especially back when I needed Chansey back in the day, right? But nowadays everyone has Chansey, so Yeah. What's your what's your number one goal for this event? My if you number had to just one goal? one thing to focus on. Yeah. Uh get enough XL candies for my forges, I would say. Yeah. I mean I, uh, get, I, I need shiny frillish would be nice too. Those are kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could trade. I need the hunt. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. Oh, I was just saying you could trade with a best friend to get an Ultra League Frillish rank one. Uh, that's how I got my Jelsint. It's not rank one, but it's a high rank one for Ultra League. So, mm-hmm. um, so it's a good one to trade with people. But yeah. No, my my primary goal here is a uh, perfect IV Flabebe. Because I oh, need. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, 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 fun fact: fifteen, fifteen, fourteen, uh, functional Hundo. And when we say functional okay. hundo, it means like it's it's actually the same as a hundo because the the HP is exactly the same total amounts. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's bizarre. Yeah. Huh. yeah. I mean, it happens. There's a few Pokemon like that. So so that's how I justified powering that up to level 50 because I was like, otherwise, like, eh, I want a hundo. But, right. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, the, the real problem is if I do catch a hundo, what do I do? I guess I just keep it, right? Like, I just don't power it up because I really mess mm. so And the lucky is so much cheaper, right? So, yeah. But uh, anyway, what's the ELO at GBL update? Oh, let me see. Um, I think I played like one or two sets in uh, Orlando. Orlando. Yeah, yeah, I figured in the busy. hotel. 
I'm at uh, 2759, so I dropped down a little bit. Oh, no. <laughs> it's no. not going to be another season where you don't hit Legend, right? <laughs> no, don't worry about that. <laughs> okay. We got we got our mojo back. Don't worry about that. Hey, speaking okay. of mojo, too, people want people want to see you at these tournaments, man. I heard. See you at, yeah. yeah, I'm seeing that on, on Twitter. Yeah, I'm tagging you. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of cool. I've been saying it. Yeah, maybe you, you should, I mean... Maybe you should go to one that you're not commentating at one day. You you almost said like an actual encouraging thing, and I was kind of surprised. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, Caleb, what's gotten into you, man?" You know, I'm just I'm, I'm feeling the Valentine's Day spirit. You know, just sh- yeah, showing love so. to everyone here. Sh- share, sharing the love. That's, that's sharing the love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, man. We'll see. We'll see. No plans yet, but I'll let okay. you. Okay. Uh, okay. We forgot to talk about this part in. Um, in our Orlando segment, but I think it kind of fits in the T segment too. So sure. let's just get into this. But right before we start this, uh, well, we're up, up a lot of votes here. Uh, right before we start recording, you posted a poll on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did. Yeah, you want to just, just take it away? Yeah. So I've seen a lot of people debating on Twitter over the past uh, two to three days. There, the argument is that the previous meta from 2022, which featured a ton of wall rain and a ton of Trevenant, basically, if you saw one, you knew the other was in the back. Mm-hmm. That 2022 championship series meta was somehow like much better than the meta we have right now, which is essentially like this triangle, right? With knocked out at the top, lantern, and then Trevenant. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a you know a triangle, a feeding cycle, right? One beats the other. And my question is, I want to hear from everybody, uh, which one is better? right? Which one do you prefer? And like Caleb said, this went up like just before we started recording, maybe like an hour before we started um, at 4.23 p.m. And it already has almost 400 votes. 71% say they prefer the old Walrein Trevenant meta. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. Do you, do you agree with that? I felt like it was it was boring by the end of the season. So here's my thoughts on this. Not every team had Walrein and Trevenants. In fact, the world champion, Dancing Rob, had a Venusaur. There wasn't even Trevenant on the team. Did he That's have right. a Walrein? I know he had Glaring Stumpfisk. I don't think he Stumpfisk. did. Yes. I mean, like, see what uh, I mean? I'll like, tell you in a play. second, but I don't think he did. Yo, you are tripping if you're run, not running Nocturne, Lantern, or Trevenant in this current meta. <laughs> Let me just say this. A lot of people that I've, I've been, like, coaching stuff, I'm like, dude, if you don't have Trevenant, it is so easy to play around your team. Because it's so, Trevenant's, it's, it just it beats all the steel types, right? Outside like a fire yes. Mawa, but like no one, not a lot of people bring that, right? Um, sorry, I'm just looking around. I think my cat had a nightmare or something. She's like, you know, like howling. Oh, also, yeah, she just woke up. Uh, anyway, um, it beats like you know Registeel, Glitter Sunfist, and can also beat Bastiodon, uh, especially if shields up, and mm-hmm. it beats all the water types, right? Outside maybe like. Walrein, but no one really brings Walrein that much. And it has a lot of play into Walrein, actually. It's still pretty solid. And yeah. it beats Metacham, which is the most popular fighting Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like the hardest checks to it is Umbreon and Noctowl. Like Sable, you have play if you land the Shadow Ball, Sea Bomb still chunks. And like against Altaria, I am not that stressed as Trevenant. If you land that Shadow Ball, it does a lot of damage. You can, uh, Charizard can't tank a Shadow Ball, right? Mm-hmm. So like you're just trolling if you're not bringing Trevenant, in my opinion. But you know, I'm sure you can still win tournaments without it. It's just, it's just very tough. Yeah. I personally voted Walrein Trevenant meta. It's a better one. Really? Yeah. And okay. here's why. I think the meta is still less diverse, right? I know you say like, yeah, there's a lot of people that had Trevenant and 
uh, wall rating other teams. And I do agree that was the case, but it wasn't necessary, right? Like mm-hmm. you were, there were options. There were a lot of options around it, and a lot of the top teams, like there's still enough diversity that they didn't all have it. Remember that tournament I played in Seattle, right? The big one, a uh, big open tournament. Right? Yes. I had a Trevor team, but I didn't have wall ring. Um, and I was able to, you know, win that whole thing. Um, and I, I know a lot of people that won a lot of tournaments without, you know, wall ring mm-hmm. or Trevor. I mean, Trevor was a little more common, but um, and then you get, you know, you gave room for stuff like a in the meta, which is kind of cool. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, one of the few things that actually wall wall ring. But the reason right. why I say that meta is better is because if you think about that meta, everything had play into everything for the most part, right? Like, like, like Trevenant can't beat Walring. Walring obviously can't beat Trevenant. Nidal Queen has play into both, but also could lose to both, right? Um, I mean, Walring it loses the seals, but has Earthquake for the Glenn Sunfist and the Reddish Seal, right? Mm-hmm. And then you know, True. like it's like there weren't like a lot of hard walls. I mean, really, it's just a Rackman was Walring was a really hard wall, but that was like Rackman is so hard to bring, so like it, it wasn't very consistent. Yeah. And it was kind of yeah. cool to see people bring it once in a while when it did happen. Um, a lot of the flying Pokemon didn't have too much play, but but Talonflame did, right? Because it had some neutral play into Walring and vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. Trevenant also, you know, could land a Shadow Ball on it, right? It wasn't, it was kind of interesting, and then. You know, even though the fight there were fighters around, like Walring still chunks at the fighters. You know, and that's that's it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, uh, one common matchup that I think was more or less a hard wall was like Lickitung into Registeel. But I've seen like a lot of Lickitungs take out Registeel back in the old meta too, right? Like a few oh, yeah. and the Bite Trains add up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I prefer the old meta. Like the like the problem with the current meta with Noctowl, Lantern, and Trevenant. And didn't I say this? Like back when the update happened, I said, "Yo, you could quote me on this later when it's knocked out Trevenant and Lantern. That's a big three now." Yeah, I feel like yeah. I said that. I don't know. Someone find someone. Let me know what when I said that. But I'm pretty sure I said that, and it didn't happen for the longest time because people didn't use Lantern for the longest time because everyone's using Altaria and Swamper and Glimmer Stumpfist. But then, I think it's pretty much the wing attack buff. I think just completely shifted that around. Oh, because it made it made Swamper way too hard to bring too. Because just not going to be Swamper consistently. Ever since Baltimore, it's been knocked out. Knockdown season. Yeah, yeah. Season. And then after Wing Attack, Lantern just came out, right? And it's yeah. it's been Lantern forever, right? Uh, which mm-hmm. makes everyone runs Glaring Stumpfist too. Like, what's the point of running <laughs> Reggie, right? If if it, if Lantern could beat it, um. So yeah, I, I just want to throw this. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead yeah, go ahead. no, you you can finish your. Thought. Oh no, all I was gonna say is off. like, you can't beat a Lantern. Oh, you can't beat a Trevenant with Lantern, no matter what you do, right? Like, if you up like a shield, it's just way too hard. The same thing could be said about Trevenant cannot be knocked out for that reason, and knocked out cannot be Lantern for that, which is why like there's so little to no neutral play with these Pokemon, right, into each other. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, yeah, like a lot of people use Walrein as their Trevenant counter, but I we watch a lot of Trevenants take out Walrein because you you have mm-hmm. super effective C bombs and Shadow Ball still hits hard too, right? And you know, same thing with Nidal Queen, right? Like Nidal Queen, yeah, it's got poison jab for the Trevenant, so it could chunk away there, but I mean that's kind of a more neutral matchup back and forth. The meta was better, in my opinion. And I, I think it was more diverse, right? Yeah, you could say, like, yeah, there's a few, like, Shadow Charizards and, like, Dunsmar stuff. I agree. But I think the majority of the people that do run those things, as someone that ran a Bastion that doesn't see it too much play, too, like, they're running it minimally. I think mm-hmm. Turd Burglar was, like, one of the few people that actually ran the mall while a lot and actually came worked pretty well. But typically speaking, like... Yeah a lot of people don't run their spice pick that consistently, right? Same thing with Human Catcher Bug. He didn't run the Charizard a ton, but he did no. use it once in a while, right? Which was nice. He put it, he put it in the perfect places. He put right? it in the perfect places, right? He sprinkled it in, but it couldn't be, it, it wasn't a core Pokemon on his team. It was a, it was mm-hmm. like a, like a offshoot of his team that he utilized very well. 
Yeah, but you can't use it as a core Pokemon, unlike the old meta where, like, you know, liar Pokemon can be core Pokemon, right? Yeah. Yeah, so in that finals, um, Turd Burglar actually brought his Galarian Stunfist to every single game in the grand finals. Every single game, right? Yeah. And he brought his Mawile only in game seven, which was, mm. you know, after the 3-0, he was up yeah. a 2-1. to one. Yeah. Uh, I like Human that Catcher Bug blows it out with it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Human Catcher Bug didn't bring his Charizard in the grand finals at all. Mm. He cycled through the same yeah. three Pokemon. It's like Umbreon and G-Fisk and something else. Yeah, yeah. 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 So here's a here's an interesting fact for you, right? It feels like a lifetime ago. Mm-hmm. Looking at the World Championships, there was one player in the top eight at Worlds that had Galarian Stunfisk. One. That's Dancing Rob. Uh-huh. Dancing Rob. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh out, out of out of the top eight, how many had Walrein and Trevenant? Out of curiosity. That's the thing. So there were six Walreins in the top eight. Uh huh. And there were only. I think is that the one I'm missing? Oh, oh yeah. I was like, wait, I'm like, wait. That's kind of wild. There were two Venus. That's even more interesting that there's so many Venus because there weren't any Galarian Stunfist. So they're running Venus into Registeel, which is kind of weird to me. So but. there were there were six Walrains and two Trevenants. See, that's not and that bad. Venusaurs. So so there's teams that wait, wait, okay. So how many teams had Trevenant and Walrain? Let me see. I'll tell you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making you do some research here. No, you're good. Uh so so the two teams that had Trevenant had the Walrain as well. It was Marto Galde and JB Yang. Oh, Marto, that that meta player. <laughs> I know, man. Um, meta slave. <laughs> so wait, so that means that out of the top eight, there are two people that didn't bring Walrein nor Trevenant. What the heck? So who was that? Was one of them dancing Rob? Uh, he didn't have Trevenant. Um, it looks like it was Crescent Angels. Oh, who got and her? and Lurgan Rocket. Oh, Wait, okay. no, Lurgan had a no, 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 no. It was Crescent Angels and Dancing Rob that had neither Walrein or Trevenant. See what I mean? Like that that meta was not yeah. as like you need to run these, right? Like yeah, yeah. a lot of people first, use Walrein. First and, and third place. Yeah, first and third. Impressive, dude. If in, uh, I mean, I the meta might shift by worlds, right? I'd be shocked if the meta stays the same by worlds. I'd be shocked if the first and third place players did not have like two out of three knocked out Lantern Trevenant, right? Dude. Like it's wild too because because in the top eight and this is yeah. this this is just the transformation right yeah one G Fisk at Worlds two Trevenant six Walrains in the top eight in Orlando seven out of eight had G Fisk seven out of eight had Trevenant seven out of eight had Metachamp yeah. and six out of eight had Knocked Out dude I know that's like this meta is way more condensed is all I'm saying right and it has it's way Fair. more RPS you know there's always like a lot uh, you say like there's always a lot of play but in this meta there's a lot of times where there's no not a lot of play. Because I, mm. I remember a lot of my losses in San Diego, I literally had no play. I couldn't get out of it, right? I was just stuck. I was just stuck. Yeah, it's tough. You can't, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, I think... Um, wait, so what What would you What do you prefer? I know you came up with the poll. You didn't really share your response. So... I'm not trying to like, yeah, convince right? you or anything, but I'm just... No, no, no. My, my passionate thoughts here. You know, I felt like it was cool that we saw like the rise of Shadow Charizard. And prior to that, we saw more Umbreons coming in mm-hmm. and people have tried to shake things up. We saw like a spike in Frost last usage as well this season. Mm-hmm. People are trying to find ways to get around it. But I just as a caster, I hate seeing like a Trevenant in the back for one player and a knockdown in the back for the other. Mm-hmm. And I already know the game's over and we still have to watch like another two minutes of gameplay. But I know it's already it's already yeah. done. Yeah. Right. That's like super frustrating at mm. times, because you have to you still have to make it exciting, right? You have to make yeah. it fun. Yeah. Um. I think I think what people also need to keep in mind is that the game wasn't in the best state 
for the better part of the season last season. So the Walrene versus Trevenant was annoying, but it was also like exacerbated by the fast move inconsistencies yeah, and like seeing there. the extra shadow claws and powder snows come through and getting denied and stuff. I think that really frustrated a lot of people. Yeah. So, you know, they say nostalgia is powerful, but we also have to like, you know, take a measured approach. I don't know if, if you care for what you wish for, right? Everyone wants to nerf wall rain. Here we are with a, the thing with is, a the deadlier thing is, water type. The thing is, should we bring it back? No, I don't think so. I don't, I think, I think we need to have like small corrections here and there, but I really don't think we should just like say, hit the panic button. Walrein's back, baby. Let's get it. You know, it's not. The problem is bring Walrein back doesn't really change too much because Lantern's still, Lantern's still better knocked out counter than Walrein. And Lantern's going to beat, Lantern beats uh, Walrein. Unless you like, it'll destroy Walrein. Yeah. You need to bait perfectly to like have a chance, even if, if you get the Ice Ghost Spear buff, right? Yes. Um, plus, you're doing resistive powder snows. They're doing super effective sparks, right? Like it's just, it's not like it's not an answer. That was the scariest thing with the lantern buff is that you gave it surf, and surf has so much implications. You can't nerf it. Thunderbolt already mm-hmm. has like too many things using it. Plus, like I think Thunderbolt, flamethrower, and ice beam are all the same move, but just mm-hmm. different typing. So you probably yeah, don't want to change that too energy. much. Yeah. Yep. Um and water gun you can't change too many things that learn it right and then spark yeah. doesn't want these amount of things like it's just it's really weird i think like you would have to probably nerf spark if if yeah. that would be the like that's the thing right well, i thought pelper was gonna be so good this season no pelper because even though pelper would be the best safe swap in the game because of the presence of lantern you just can't bring it like you're just trolling if you bring yeah. pelper right i mean yeah, some people have true. run it to success but like it's super hard to bring it's super, super hard to bring risky. Super risky. So an earthquake from wall rain onto lantern does about 69%. If you're a shadow, it does 83%. But at the same time, each of your powder snows does 2% damage. Yeah. So it's like, and meanwhile, they're doing 4% back to you with each spark. Yeah. So literally doing twice as much damage. It's uh, just with fast moves. Yeah. I mean, you could try to bring wall rain in this meta, but it's not, it's not going to change stuff. Yeah. And they have more HP. They have like 40 points more HP on average. So you would vote yes on your pool. If, if you ask me right now, I'd say it was more dynamic last season. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I, I actually was one of the few people I, th- I, I think, right. Uh, maybe. Yeah, no, I think I know definitely, definitely. Cause it was definitely majority of people wanted to nerf. I was one of the few people who said we shouldn't nerf wall rain. Cause the problem is like, but it wasn't it wasn't because of like a lantern thing. Cause I didn't know that was coming. It was more so mm-hmm. if you nerf wall rain, how do you nerf trevenant? Shadow call and shadow call and shadow ball hits way too many things, right? Mm-hmm. The C bombs already just kind of a bad move. I guess you can nerf C bomb even more, but like it's already not that great. And plus, like, would a swamper live one C bomb anyway? <laughs> Probably not, right. right? But then you get to the point where like Azu might be able to just beat trevenant straight out. Right? That, <laughs> oh that's like gosh, really weird no. too, right? Um, but so, because I was more scared about Tremnant, I was like, like if yeah. you get rid of this wall rain, like Tremnant goes bonkers, right? You get yes. like, like, but then you know, then they have Noctowl now, and then now you have this yeah. rock paper scissors trio. It's li- yeah. it's literally that, right? Literally the the the, the what is it? The scissors is the scissors. Oh wait, probably... we talked about this. So so Trevenant um, oh, yeah, is obviously paper. Yeah, paper. Trevenant's obviously paper. And then that means that Noctowl has to be scissors, scissors and yeah. then Lantern is a rock because yeah, it like breaks the, the bird. Yeah, okay, yeah. You literally have yeah. a rock, paper, scissors meta. Literally, yeah. 
Uh, and it, it's tough because you have Green Trevenant, right? There's so many Metacham. It has neutral play against Galarian Stunfisk. It like, could be Venus Steel. Or, like, does not want to face Metacham a lot of times with energy. Like, it's just not, it's not fun, right? Or and also, like, it just... Ugh, like you have to watch out for earthquakes and glare stunfist like registeel is just not a fun yeah. time like it's just it's just a far inferior grass type i would say far yeah. inferior but the more inferior yeah so i will say this this is the last thing we'll say on this topic i guess yeah. there were 15 uh let me just triple check so i don't i don't misspeak and somebody like come after me um here i have it in my note <clears throat> there were 15 unique pokemon mm-hmm that were in the in the top eight in Orlando, mm-hmm. and there were twenty two unique Pokemon in the top eight at Worlds last season. There so, were fifteen in in Orlando. In Orlando, twenty two. Fifteen unique. Dude, that's wild yes. too because we had a Shadow Mallwell, <laughs> and that's still yeah, like not yeah. helping. There's six Pokemon on your team, right? And yeah. there are only fifteen unique in the entire top eight out of forty eight Pokemon. Also in Worlds, I feel like there's less likelihood of having uh like spice because you know a lot of the meta is very very good right you know in a regional mm-hmm. you have more flexibility there because you know the players you face is you know whatever um like mm-hmm. like it could it could it could vary right certain spices can take people off guard and you can make it far but getting to worlds with like very high level spice is much harder right yes so yeah that dude mystery yeah. solved it's it's clear it's, it's objectively it's crazy, better it's objectively better if it's... you're vo- if you're voting no on that poll you're just you're just saying you like rps <laughs> is that the person Celeste. you want to be huh is that what you're trying to say that's how you <laughs> that's your win con <laughs> <laughs> win lead win switch ggs yeah. uh this is the last metric i'll drop galarian sunfisk metacham trevenant and Noctowl. those four pokemon made up for 56 percent of the teams in the top eight uh that's just wild i I, I was saying um i was telling some some peels coaching uh, they're like, well, what about Venusaur? Like, do I need a Trepanant, right? I was like, dude, you, you need a Trepanant. Like, I was doing scrims. I was doing scrims against Burkrow, right, before he had a Trepanant on his oh, team. Oh, yeah. And I told him, to, like, I told him, like, the night before, I was like, you need Trepanant. Like, it's so easy to play around your team without it. Like, I was, like, BMing him and stuff. I threw a return and a Zap Cannon at his Glitter Stumpfist in the same game is still hard beat him because I was BMing him <laughs> that much, right? I was like, dude, your team is so bad. Like, you need to switch it up, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. like I'm, I'm trying to help you out here. I'm going to. I kind of did myself at the service because he ended up beating me. Right, him, you should have let him not have Trevenant. <laughs> no, nah, it's fine. I'm happy. I'm happy for him. But yeah, but He's it was a just a guy. huge difference. And so I said, so I was talking to uh, one of my friends. I was like asking me about like team building stuff. I was like, I was telling him, I was like, you need Trevenant. He's like, are you sure? He's like, what, what, what? I was like, I was like, yeah, like at San Diego for sure. Like it's a huge difference. I was like, I was like, I'm pretty sure most of the top eight teams had Trevenant. And he and mm. the guy pulled up. He's like, actually, only four of the teams had Trevenant in the top eight. And I looked. And I was like. Yeah, you know who had the top the the Trevenant the top four. <laughs> yeah, the bottom top four, four did not have Trevenant. So if yes. that, if anything, that only helps solidify my argument, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe you make it top eight without Trevenant, but you're not gonna make it as far. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, top four finishers: you, Berto, Conglazer, and Nino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's the wild part too. You have knocked out the hardest counter to Trevenant, and you still need it on your team because it covers yes. so much. But that's the problem because then you need. Knocked out, and then there's just, <laughs> and then it just becomes a, a cycle. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, I'm glad we settled that debate. Yeah. Again, seems pretty clear cut to me. Anyone from Niantic listens to this podcast? Yeah. I want to say if that's the case, and you heard to this part on episode 85 to an hour and 30 right. minutes into it, man, you're a dedicated listener. 
and also please go back and listen to the other ones because we yeah. drop like great ideas every episode yeah. not even like trying to gas us up but i think players would love some of the stuff we talk about. link twice if you could if 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 you agree. <laughs> <laughs> comment below if you agree <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah comment below with a burner account that like <laughs> yeah. gives us a hint that's you yeah. just drop just like get, a send us a sign just drop like a thumbs up in the comments no, no, this is gonna, yeah, this is gonna throw me off because then like all it's, people might troll us and they might just do it like Ryan Colgrove might come up with this alt account and be like he'd be like Colgrove Ryan gives a thumbs up right I'm like <laughs> oh I was like nah, this this person probably not nice take this place right yeah. <laughs> you could throw us off anyway if you're listening just just know these are these are things we brought up and things that might need some addressing I would assume that if anyone from Niantic actually listens to this podcast they actually do PP or like PP to a degree yeah because it's not like we cover I mean we cover some stuff but like. We're pretty deep in the yeah. PP stuff. They could be listening to other podcasts, I think. Yeah, and sometimes film. Yeah. We could just be talking about some completely imaginary person that doesn't exist, that doesn't listen to this podcast. So we're just... It's true. Yeah, but never know. Uh, the next next tea topic, I'm actually really curious about your thoughts on this too because um, I'll, I'll get into why. Uh, this is actually prompted by um, a person on Twitter, uh, PPR. This is the Steve... Uh, wrote, uh, it's not like a really controversial take or anything, but I'm just curious because the discussion from it I think was super interesting. Uh, he wrote, I know this is a small thing, but I hate that they call it the loser's bracket. Everyone there still has a chance to win it all, and like you can make day two with a fewer game with fewer game losses than someone in the upper bracket and be in the lower bracket, just my two cents. Um, it is possible. I, I would say the second part of that is like it's much harder because it's not even because like you might have like a lower win rate. It's just that you play a lot more battles when you're in the loser's bracket, so you're bound to pick up more, right? Um, mm. It's actually pretty rough if you lose round one because you have to battle like so many opponents to make it day two. Whereas day one, if if you if you sweep the bracket day one, you face like, I only face like five people and I didn't even have any yeah. ties. So it's like a lot less. Yeah. But um, anyway, so I think it's interesting. Uh... Before we get too deep into it, I'm curious about your thoughts on this because when I watch you commentate, you do say upper bracket or secondary bracket a lot. Mm -hmm. What's what's your rationale here? Yeah, I, I do say that as well. And I think even during the Orlando one, I, I took it a step further. Sometimes I was like, <laughs> you know, it's called the loser's bracket, but these trainers are fighters, you know, <laughs> uh, saying stuff like that. And yeah. I think it's... Uh, so I think it's important to understand, right? Like a lot of the things in esports that Pokemon Go are getting used to now yeah. are things that have been going on for years decades. in multiple other titles, decades. Not even, not other... even that. Uh, like official sporting tournaments too. Like esports yeah. comes a lot of their tournament formats come from official sports. Yeah, like this. And if you think this about format, it... lasted for has been around for decades, like literally, literally decades, maybe over over a hundred. Actually, over a century, maybe over a hundred years. Could be, it's yeah, it's possible. Well, think about it like from a communication perspective, right? Like yeah. if you if you welcome people into your tournament, you say, "All right, everybody, welcome in. This is our our top bracket, our primary bracket, and then this is our secondary bracket." Here, it's confusing. They're like, "Wait, so does the secondary bracket interact with the right. primary bracket? Is there like a division there? Do they yeah. like, compete? Do they cross over?" Mm -hmm. So if you say like "losers bracket," it just insinuates that the people that are there have already lost a game. Yeah. Right. It's it's and the bracket of the losers versus the bracket of the winners. It's the losers bracket. It's like it's a it's a apostrophe s. It's like ownership of the bracket, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And, and even like some of the comments here, like horror who used to work with uh, the Nexus league and he's got a ton of experience in esports. Yeah. He says other scenes call it lower bracket or elimination bracket. I personally prefer losers because that's what I'm accustomed to, but I understand the argument against it. I think elimination bracket could be a really good name for it as well. Cause that's what essentially would you call what the it other, is. What we'd call the winner's bracket still winner's bracket. Yeah. Winner's bracket. Then so elimination. That's, so that's where the, like the vocabulary stuff is, becomes inconsistent because i i mentioned this at one point too is it's the winner's bracket because it's a bracket full of winners right the elimination Mm -hmm. bracket it's elimination it's so it's a winner's bracket like apostrophe s and then elimination no apostrophe s bracket so then Mm -hmm. it's just like weird it's like it's a bracket of eliminations like that that's like i I guess it kind of is right but like it's just like like it ends up being like vernacular vernacularly i don't even know if it's a word or not no you, you nailed it yeah yeah which is uh, like your, yeah your comment your comment goes into details so then what is there upper semis upper finals lower semis lower finals upper <laughs> grand finals it's like, yeah what it's, it becomes a mouthful but also if it doesn't it doesn't feel as hype either right I, I like like when you say like we're going into the the upper bracket grand finals what, what? Like, we're going to the winners finals right like winners grand finals like it's yeah like we're Players are there to win. You want to emphasize the winning part, right? Players aren't there to lose, yeah. but you have to you have to create the juxtaposition somehow. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I feel like I feel like as you move through your day, there's and there's like a limitless number of things that you could like spend your attention on. Yeah. And when I when I saw this tweet at first, I was actually a little bit surprised that you wanted to make it uh something we talk about as well. And like I'm fine with it. I think it's a great Oh, because I quote tweeted and there was a lot of discussion afterwards. That's why. You yeah, might there's like it. a ton of comments. I actually <laughs> yeah, didn't even yeah. I didn't even bother to look at the comments, and <laughs> no, that no goes worries. back to my original thinking. Yeah. It just was kind of like a non-factor for me. I yeah. was like, okay, you know, I mean, it's not personal. It's just no, like, no, no, no. I, I'm not like offended. I think it's an interesting topic. Is why. Yeah. Because um, I ended up yeah. spending way more time on it than I thought, and it was it was interesting to hear people's perspectives on it. Um. Yeah agreed so so i guess at well actually we don't have to let's let's talk about like what we think after our discussion i guess um the thing is like people came up with a bunch of suggestions right and i was like i was like giving you know a little devil's advocate i was like oh there's i mean there's this and that and like you know like the 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 winners and losers like the way it describes the situation is probably the most accurate way you get like very very granular be like we got the winner's bracket the undefeated players bracket and then the <laughs> took yeah. only one loss bracket like you get like so granular on that but then it gets like really weird too because then like if you get that granular like you can't say undefeated too because if you go into grand finals and reset the bracket then what happens like both people in there have losses but they're not neither are undefeated do they both move down to the one loss bracket? Right. Like it's just like, right. it's just like super, right. it's just very it gets super convoluted. And so yeah. I guess the real question, and this is what I quote retweeted. Right. And, um, the real question is why does this even matter? Right. And I just said my quote retweet, I said, this is a good discussion, but I think most of this stems from the societal perception of losing as a dreaded and sometimes embarrassing thing in games and esports. It's okay to lose. We all do. And that's the best way to learn and grow. And I think that's really the main thing, right? People don't want to be called a loser right people don't want to be called losers they they find it maybe humiliating demoralizing it might bring up bad memories right as people that might have been bullied as a kid or watch people get bullied i mean i got bullied as a kid and i'm i'm definitely sure people call me loser back in the day right so i get it and obviously i can't say like i i can only speak for myself because obviously some people experiences might be more extreme than mine and even if they Mm -hmm. weren't as extreme as mine they might process it differently right it might impact their confidence differently and stuff like that so i get like when you get pushed down to it it's like 
And again, like you can say, like, well, like, are you even fit to be a regional champion, a world champion, if you can't even handle being that? Like, but maybe people don't want to even be that, right? They just want there to have yeah. fun. They don't want like you know. There's a lot of there's a lot of things around that that can happen, but you know, I think it's really just people. It's it's the connotation of the word itself, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. So, but no, I, I, like, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you, and I get it as well because, like, for a lot of people, if they go to a tournament and they lose the first round, they don't want to like immediately say, "Yeah, I'm in the losers bracket round two. You know, I'm in the losers bracket now. It's reality. I lost a game. <laughs> it's it's reality, right? Yeah, and like reality. that's that's just the tough part about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just I don't know. Yeah. I I know but, not everyone's goal is to like win a tournament stuff, qualify worlds and everything. I think if it is, that's your goal, right? Um like there's if the the like there's a lot of things going against you. I would say like the hardest thing about losing round one and going to lose bracket is the amount of opponents and grind you have to get to to day number two, right? Like I, I, I can't say like don't let the words affect you, but like it takes resilience to make it through that loser's bracket, right? It takes resilience True. to go down 0-2 and, and reverse sweep, right? So on. Like, Human Catcher Bug did it. Doom Bug did it. Like, it takes absolute resilience. And, you know, this is a game about consistency and resilience, right? And, you know, mm -hmm. I don't want to say, like, you need more resilience to handle the terminology loser's bracket. But in a way, I kind of am saying that, right? I mean, if that's your goal, right? Like, it's just, there's a lot, there's a lot of things going against you. But you just got to, you know, take it one step at a time power through um but yeah i don't know yeah. i mean no one no one actually is trying to call you a loser in derogatory terms right to my knowledge right yeah. I, I mean i think most people at these tournaments no, are pretty understanding and at the end of the day everyone is a loser besides the person that wins that's it there's only one winner here there's only one champion right i mean you could say like oh i won 72nd place like uh, i won second place uh, I, I took a loss right i, I lost at san diego too I, I was a loser right yeah. that's fine though it's it's okay i'm okay with that yeah right I lost in the grand finals. It's it's fine. It happens. Yeah. So so here's the thing, right? At the world championships last season, I think this is why like Dancing Rob is such a good example. And I do toss back to this, especially when somebody's down in the finals and I'm casting it. Mm -hmm. uh, he lost in round three to Lurgan Rocket. Yeah. And he had to face Cindy in round three. Mm -hmm. Then he had to go through a trainer named Booty, B-U-H-T-T-I, mm -hmm. uh, who he 2 would Then he took on Valiant Vish from Australia. Then he took on JB Yang. Then he took on Zardy. <laughs> then he took on Lorgan Rocket again oh and won God. the rematch. And then he had to fight Crescent Angels, who's the third place Good. finisher. And he beat him three Slug to one. Fest. Slugfest. And then he got to the final stage, of course, and had to face Godon Hada. But like, seriously, though, like, I don't think I don't think for a second, right? And this is like this this is to your point as well. Some people just have a different mindset. Mm -hmm. If they want to go in and win, they're just gonna grind through it. I don't think for a second he sat down and he was like, Yeah, I'm a loser. Like there's no yeah. way I can win because I'm a, I'm in the loser's bracket. Yeah. That just wasn't in his head mm -hmm. at all. You know? He just focused on the match in front of him. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think like anyone that uh, I mean, so maybe this is actually giving more uh more credit to actually the others had the argument here, but uh, I, I'm not. I'm no world champion or anything like that. But I will say that if I sit down and face someone, I'm always like, I got a fighting chance here. Let's let's do this. Right? I believe I could pull this off. I need to. I need. I believe myself. Right. Yeah. I think course. that's the mentality you need to. You need to have if you're trying to win anything. Right. Competitive. Um. Well, I say I think this gives a little bit of credit to the other side argument is maybe the concept of being in the loose bracket makes you not believe that's the case. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, if that's the case, I, I mean, it's it's really tough, right? Because again. 
I can't speak for them and I'm not in their shoes. Like if that actually affects me that much and it, it affects my confidence, not think of it then. But here's the thing, right? He, actually, you know what? Maybe a good way to reframe it. I can't, again, I can't say it's going to work for everyone. Here's a good way to reframe it, right? If you're in the loser bracket, like, oh, I'm a loser now. I don't know if I could do this. The person you're facing is also in the same loser's bracket as you. You're both losers, right? If, if anything, you're both on the same even playing field, right? Don't let that bother you, right? I, I, I know I'm saying this, right? I'm just like, I mean, just because I say it doesn't mean it can't. But, like, just think, try to reframe that if it's really bothering you that much, right? Think of it like, yeah, like, I'm in the loser's bracket now. But so is the guy you're facing, right? So is the person yeah. you're facing, whatever, right? And same boat. Same boat, right? Right? Same boat. I mean, it, like, uh, probably the hardest is when you're coming out of the loser's bracket into the grand finals because you have to battle them twice and win twice. But, hey, man, I mean, Turdberger was able to do it, right? Like, I almost pulled it off. Not really, but I reset the bracket, right? Like, it's that's the one time we have a significant actual disadvantage, right? Um, but outside that, like, hey, if, and and at that point, if you made the grand finals, you better, pl- you know, you better play your butt off there, right? Like, you, yeah. you, you earned it, right? You earned at least that second place spot, right? Um, yeah. But... You know, it's just, yeah, it's it's a it's a thing where hopefully people, I think the majority of people that are also talking about this aren't like this is do or die, right? Like they're just, they're having yeah. discourse and they're seeing like what are ways to do it. Look, we can talk about this all day. I said this to like I, like I'm I'm like I have my own preferences, but I understand the other side of things. Uh, at the same time, yeah. like I don't know if we could come up with a solution here right off the bat, but also. None of us talking about this is really doing this, right? And some people are like, oh, maybe yeah. people catch it on Twitter. I was like, I, I don't know. Like, you think, I mean, like, yeah, maybe people at TPCI see these tweets, but like, they're not, they're not good. Like, it's, yeah. Trust me, I, I'm willing to bet a lot that no one at TPCI is going to read these comments and be like, oh, let's change it to elimination bracket yeah, now, right? Like, yeah, it's exactly. like, like, because we saw this Twitter thread, right? Like, if you really want to make a change here, make a petition, do something, get people involved in it, see if the majority of people even want this or not, right? It's just like, but again, yeah. this is something that's been going on for decades and decades. I'm not saying just because it's been around for a while, it shouldn't be changed. It's just, in my mind, I don't think it's, uh, I think it works fine how it is. Yeah. Obviously not to everyone's liking, but um, yeah. As a yeah. as a final point as well, you said like, you know, actually get people involved and see if that's something they want. Join the professor program and yeah. actually get active in the discourse with the other mm-hmm. judges and see if you can create some momentum there. Yeah. And I will say as a final point, we're about halfway into the season and these changes typically happen, you know, at the end of the season gearing up to the next one. So, that's a great window of opportunity uh coming up this summer when we have Worlds in Yokohama. It, around that time, it's really making your voice heard would be really good if you want to affect this kind of change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I guess my question to you is what is your approach in the future? Are you still going to say secondary, lower bracket, upper bracket? I'm going to make it a point to say loser's bracket every single time. And I'm going to emphasize real? it. They're oh, in really? the loser's bracket. <laughs> this is where the losers all go after they lose the, ra- the first round. <laughs> I'm going to clip that and cancel you. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I honestly, like, honestly don't, don't have a problem with it. It's just, I, I saw this tweet and I was like, hmm, okay. And then I just kind of like scrolled past it. And, uh, you know, there's just, there are just certain things that I guess everybody is interest, interested in talking about. And some people are just think it's like, uh, you know, not that important or non-factor. Yeah. Um, but dude, I've, I've also been in the pits and grassroots, right? Like I lost the first round in continentals to Jay's fan mm-hmm. and then I had to battle back. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, when I'm looking, 
as you get further and further onto the bracket, you look at the people you have to fight and you're like, oh my God, this is so nerve wracking. But again, like to, to the point you made earlier, you do it, you play your butt off, yeah. you do as well as you can, no matter what situation you're in. If you really need some motivation, I'll give you a secret. If you really need some motivation, look at those people and who they have beat and just say, okay, these people have taken down people that are my friends or that I, you know, care about or that are really talented. So I need to like put my best forward to make my other friends proud. That's how mm. I've, I've always looked at it. You know, like, you have oh, a more man, humble how, approach to it. How Stark is out of the world championships and he like, he's yeah. way better than me. So I need to make him proud. Right. I need to step it up. So That's you got to nice rise to the occasion, it. you know, in my mind, I'm just like, come on, Caleb, you're built. There is only Caleb. Do this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a spotlight. <laughs> I'm the main character of the story. Everyone yeah, else is man. NPC. <laughs> Yeah, man. And uh, I, I don't want you to downplay your accomplishment either, dude. I mean, you were you were two games away from flipping San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Against yeah. one of the most elite trainers that we've known since grassroots, man. True. Roberto's a beast. True. True. I mean, either way, there's different mentalities you can never have, right? I think um, it's, you know, actually, you know, a little side story, too. I was like you. I think I was thinking about this, too. At um, I think this is back in Toronto. So fairly recent, mm-hmm. only like a few months ago. Yeah. And I said it was either Toronto or Arlington. I said, uh, I said lower bracket at one point mm-hmm. um, when I was when I was talking about it. And when I left like the booth, one of the people from production was like, "Hey, why do you keep? Why do you say lower bracket?" I was like, "Oh, I don't know." It's like, like, "Yeah, just say loose Uh-oh. bracket. It's a loose bracket." I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess you're right." <laughs> I'm surprised no one said that to you in production yet. No, no, no one. No, no one. Okay. Maybe they're afraid of me. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'll tell they're them. definitely I'll tell not them, like, afraid yo, yo. of me. Someone, someone got to remind Speedy about this. He keeps saying Dude, secondary. They're definitely not afraid of me. They were, they were, they were singing <laughs> "Happy Birthday" to Phoebe, uh-huh. and then Daniel said, "Thanks everybody for a great weekend." Oh, besides you, Speedy, you messed up and said "turd," so forget him. <laughs> they made fun of me for an. I'll be sure so. that I'll be sure to note the the loser's secondary thing then too next time. Yeah, whoever finishes turd. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> Now I'm going to be thinking about that if I ever say third. I'm going to slip up. I'm going to slip up. I already know it. It's going to happen. I don't blame Turf you for place it. finisher. Yeah. Y'all better do me a favor and cut the stream just like you did for Speedy there. <laughs> Good luck. You're probably going to get canceled, yeah. man. But, you know, after after I after I, I wasn't really called out for it. They were just like, it was like why are you saying it? I was like, I don't know. I was like, maybe I'll just try and be yeah. nice. But I thought about it. I was like, yeah, why am I saying this? Like, it'll be, it'll be okay. Yeah. And, and here's you the thing, right? You don't want to confuse people. <laughs> In my mind, like, uh, unless we get a huge, like, tournament change and stuff like that, which I don't think is going to happen, but good luck for anyone that wants to. Like, we just, just change the mentality. Like, don't, like, I, I get it. It's easy said and done, but, like, it's okay to lose, right? Like, like people are just so fearful of it or the embarrassment mm-hmm. or anything, like, the self-disappointment. But, like, like I don't, I can't even count how many times I've lost. But every single time I've lost against someone better than me, or I got outplayed, or I just made a mistake, like I try to always not. It doesn't always happen, right? Because sometimes calmer minds do not prevail. But mm-hmm. I always try to say, what could I've done better, right? Like how could I learn from this moment? And like I think that's the most beautiful thing about losing is you can like reflect on that and be better from it, right? Mm-hmm. But I think if, you know, you're so focused on like, oh, man, I lost, like I'm a loser, like I'm so embarrassed, like I'm so mad, so tilted, like it doesn't, it doesn't, ch- it doesn't change your future outcomes as much, right? Like, yeah, you might mm-hmm. learn something, but if you're so like affected by it, it may not, you know, your your performance may not improve down the road. And I think, and, and that's fine, maybe people don't care about this much, but I think that's the biggest thing is like, we can, like, we should be, we should try to control we ha- what we have control over, right? We don't 
Mm-hmm. None of us here, uh, to my knowledge, right? Well, some from TPCI is listening to this podcast, have the, have the ability or the power to change the terminology used. So what are you going to do, right? You're going to just, every time you enter lose back, like, I'm a loser now. I can't play well anymore, right? Or yeah. you can say, like, all right, let me just do a little mentality shift, right? Let me just take this opportunity to a learning lesson. Let me just reflect and see, think and be like, dude, the person sitting across from me is also a loser, right? <laughs> it's going to be yeah. the best of three against the losers, but the best lo- may the yeah. best loser win, right? Like, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is, right? I think it's just, we're all going to lose, right? Dancing Rob lost round three in Worlds, and he won it all. Dancing Rob didn't even win a regional or international. He got third place at UIC. Or he something to say, four. third place at UIC. Still. He finished third, he finished yeah, he third finished place. Third. Uh, he's, he's the yeah, world champ. You know? He fought four more opponents than Godon Hada did. Yeah. So it's like he had to really grind it. I, I think, so this is the last thing I'll say. About he had to reset the bracket against Godon Hada too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he played 10 games against the, the <laughs> yeah. second place finisher. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Um, so this is the last thing I'll say. I think people really are beginning to resist labels and i think that's a good thing right um i mean people that want to people want to write their own story right and they don't want to be confined to what somebody else says like hey you're not good at for example i got told a lot in in junior high and high school that i wasn't very good at math like you're not very good at math like Mm -hmm. you're you're gonna struggle in this class right and at a certain point you start to believe what other people tell you yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, well, I'm not going to study because I'm going to fail anyway. That kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. That kind of mindset. So when when people fall to the losers bracket, I think that they're kind of rejecting the label. Right. Like, I'm not a loser. I just lost a game. That's mm-hmm. how they're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a fair, a fair way to look at it. Right. You're not a loser. You just lost one in one game. And here you are. Right. Yeah. It's double elimination. So I would just say I would just advise try to try to reject those labels and don't let them stick, right? Like you're in the tournament right now, you're in the secondary bracket, the loser's bracket, whatever, right? Once you leave that tournament, that's done. You're no longer in the loser's bracket. You no longer are tied to that. Like it's over. So just move on and be yourself again. So yeah, just don't, uh, don't let those labels stick so much. Or another way to do it is use it for motivation. I don't know how you True. operate, but for me, it's like, yeah. I think it was growing up to a lot of people said like, I can't do this. I can't do that or whatever. And yeah. I've always been so like, you defy them. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Right. Like, and that, that's how I played like in PVP as well. Like, especially when we have the team form, like factions, we were like, yeah, there's no mm-hmm. way your team beats us. Right. I'm like, I, I, you know, when I, like when my teammates find those Twitter posts or whatever, they'll post in our team chat. I pin that stuff. Right. I'm not Motivation. even kidding. I'll pin it and go back to them and be like, yo, let's see what happens. Right. Like, all right, now I'm really pumped up. Right. <laughs> like you, 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 you mess with the wrong person here. Right. Or like yeah. back when we had go team up and you double down, I would always do better when I'm getting doubled down against and when I'm the double, double down, especially for those that didn't hear this in the past. Uh, essentially you pick one person on each team to earn double the amount of points. And if anyone ever tried to pick to try to earn double amount of points against me, I, I, you know, I've worked my butt off. Yeah, to win it that means one, they're right? picking you as the weak link. Yeah, they think I'm the You're weak like, link. I was like, oh, you think I'm the yeah. weak link? Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll change that real quick. Yeah, um, exactly. But uh, yeah, so so anyway, for me, like you know, that's kind of how I operate. And I know not everyone operates like that, but if you use that as motivation, that's a great way to kind of like power through as well, right? Like I don't like my back against the wall, man. I'm about to fly off that wall right into the target, there right? You go. So yeah, yeah. So we'll see, but um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, it was an interesting discussion. Again, it's probably not going to change anytime soon or ever. I think you should just for for those that it does like did feel strongly about it, like 
don't wait around for it to change, right? See see what you can do to make adjustments, hopefully, around mm-hmm. it. Um, and honestly, the thing is, like, also, it's nerve-wracking to be at these things. The more you do, the easier it gets. Like, there's almost no way that's not the case, right? Like, I know it's maybe hard to see at the moment in time, but in almost all things in life, the more you do it, the more familiar you get, the less nervous you are. It's yes. like, it's like you know, your first day on a job, first day as a commentator, right? Like, dude, our first week, we both started commentating at the same exact time in UIC in Germany, and... Dude, I remember we're like rehearsing our like intros and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, Stuffle Community Day is three hours line from this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, if you're lucky, you might get a sh- shiny, right? I'm just, but like, I was like nervous, yeah. like even doing like Stuffle Community Day stuff. And nowadays, I'm just like, ah, whatever. I right, just give me the, give me the general deets, and I got it, right? Yeah, yeah. and we just it, make it natural, make it fun, mm-hmm. like riding a bike, right? The first few times you yeah. ride it, you're like, shoot, I think I'm gonna fall off. Exactly, and but you do, right? You scrape your knee. I mean, I fall off a lot. Sure. Eventually, you're just sure. like whatever. Yeah, and then yeah. eventually you can just get on and ride comfortably. Mm-hmm. You don't even think about it anymore. So I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully I didn't offend anyone there. That's just you know I'm just. Trying Caleb, to... stop calling everybody losers, man. <laughs> Sheesh. I'm a loser too. You know, aren't we all? Unless you swept, unless you like, yeah, no, no one's as good as they are without losing. There's no way, right? I think the best people they might have lost less. It's because they've they've learned so much every time they lost, right? They're much it's, better at learning from their losses. It's more impressive when somebody loses and then wins it all. Mm-hmm. It's like so much more impressive to me yeah, to watch Doombug reset the bracket in Arlington to watch <laughs> crazy. Rob do what he did. It's yeah. like nuts. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's impressive. It's impressive to say the least. Or like Brown Baller. I remember in Toronto. Yeah. He's going like 20202 like all the way to I was like, dude. dude, this guy's like a freight train. What's going on? He was he was on a rampage, man. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. But it's yeah. like it's super it's yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a thing. Anyway. Hopefully, uh hopefully people can accept that. But yeah, I think so. Yeah. But yeah. I'm sure you still say secondary from time to time. We'll see. I'll, uh, I'm going to pay you... attention. I'm going to pay attention next time you're commentating. I'm going to pay attention. All right. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm a bit too nice. <laughs> I think for me, I'm not doing it to be mean or anything. I just like the more people hear it, the, more, the faster they get used to it, right? We're like only uh, like a little under a full year in the circuit, right? So people are like, oh, my gosh, loser bracket, loser bracket. <laughs> Dude, you think three years from now, if we're still using loser winner bracket, people are still being talking about this? Probably not. Probably I'm just not. imagining. I'm just imagining future Caleb as a parent, and he's like, "Look, I know you don't like spinach, but you're gonna eat it like twice a week until you like it. So <laughs> here comes the spinach. Here comes That's the exactly loser's bracket." My, my mom did. <laughs> Dude, seriously though, I think the yeah. better strategy is if they're really young, just give them everything so that they don't like get picky later. True. That might True. be a better strategy, but yeah. <laughs> but if if I brought my kid back home after a soccer game, and be like, "That's okay, son. You're a loser today. <laughs> you might be a loser next oh, okay. week too, but it's okay." <laughs> yeah, you know your your old man was a loser once, but he still got invited to worlds. It's <laughs> true. How about that? It's true. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think also like if you're if you're good about losing, you're much you you tend to have much better sports sportsmanship too, right? Yes. I think people that are really good yes. about losing, they're like, they accept their defeat really well, which is nice. I, I always love to see that when people are like losing on stage and they're still like happy for their opponents. Like, that's a really nice thing to see. Not to say that people that are, are affected by the losing thing aren't like that, but, um, you know, you could definitely tell that, you know, accepting that is also mm-hmm. a huge, huge part of the process. Yeah. Anyway. Even after you shadow ball a knockdown, you still have to shake hands, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't get, I didn't know what Jameis was thinking because he look if you look at the side dude, by side comparison he thought it was over dude it look it looks like, like he's the one that threw the shadow ball like based on his facial expression it was actually very entertaining from a content perspective <laughs> that's okay I, I said in chat I was like I think Rise just waiting until Milwaukee to win again in his hometown uh, yeah he's he's just playing around with everybody he's just yeah. gonna come in and get serious yeah. so to to wrap this up we got it yeah. now that we're back on this topic I gotta ask you one more time. When speed is cheap going to hit the stage? Dude, Your beard back, sure. right? So you got like yeah. you got a nice profile view and everything too, right? There's yeah. two bearded competitors in the the grandfather. I was cracking up like Gabby's like, I didn't realize it was going to be a whole beard conversation. Like, Dude, it was great. It was great. That's, that's a man's finals right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, the last like 30 seconds of that interview was all about just beards in the grand finals. Yeah, we, you know, you got to loosen them up. You know, like, you got to talk has about a better the- beard. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> Oh, he, I mean, uh, turd burglar had like the mustache twist and everything, yeah. dude. He's that's a real, that's a real, uh, you know, I chop lumber and drink craft dude, beer kind of beard. I will say he looks just like his in game name would suggest. If, if you, if you had a lineup of guys and it was a Z turd burglar, dude, I think, uh, I think he fits. Yo, the mustache, like, there's no way Z turd burglar doesn't have a strong mustache. I don't, uh, I don't want to know how he steals the turds. I'll just, I'll just go with the name. Um, but honestly, uh, (laughs) February, lots of travel going on. March is my, uh, my birthday month and I got some, some stuff going on that month. Um, April, I know we have a few lulls in the season, but it won't be for at least a couple of months. So I'll have time to scrim. Well, yeah, I'm just saying like, are you willing to commit to a region, right? Just be like, I'm going to be at this one and compete. Take a look at the schedule. Look at the schedule. Yeah, I am. There's some near you, right? Uh, um, maybe not. Knoxville might be like the closest one, right? Yeah, Knoxville might be the closest. Fort Wayne's kind of far. I thought Fort Wayne was in Tennessee at first, but I forgot it was no. Indiana. It's Indiana. Yeah. Maybe you're thinking of Pigeon Forge. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fort Wayne just seemed like a place that would be in Tennessee, you know? It sounds like, right, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Fort Wayne. I don't know. I'll have to look at it. I, I don't know if we want to bore everybody. Like listening while okay, I okay. How about this? My this my homework out. for you is maybe by our next next podcast you'll have it. Okay. Next next. All right. One. Next two next from one. now. Two okay. from now. You want to know why everyone? Why I say two from now? Because next week we're gonna have a guest. Oh, we'll have a guest. Who the guest guests. will be? We don't even know yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I myself know. and Speedy have some ideas, but we need to confirm with our potential guest options. And worst case scenario, if it doesn't pan out, we'll probably just hit up Butters or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, Butters is our plan C. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to tell him that. Butters, I don't even think Butters listens to the podcast unless I tag no, him. No. So, so he yeah. even know, right? So, yeah. But uh, but Plan C Butters is going to be the thing. Man, I wonder. I wonder if I could get out there to to, uh, to Portland. That'd be fun. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. Portland could be fun. Yeah, I might stop by Portland too. I dude, I'm saving you mm. these hoot hoots with the the hat. Dude, I can give it to you. Thank you. Yeah, we do need to do those trades. Yeah, next time I see you, you get some hoo hoots. Yo, honestly, if you want to yeah. spend a lucky trade on it, go for it. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> you're, enough. You're your hundo. I'll just take like a Lobo Wolo <laughs> or something. Yeah. Okay. But um, sounds good. Anyway, so thank y'all for watching and or listening for our audio listeners. But that's that's about it for us this week. We will catch you all in the next one and with our special guests and oh you know what drop drop some comments down below who you think the special guest is right it doesn't be only only comments drop some comments down below what are your predictions because here's the thing even if it's not 
the person, you might be giving us good ideas for future guests to invite. Yeah. So it's true. Yeah. We read all the comments. We read them word for word at the top of the show. So you yeah. know we pay attention to you. We should probably be careful. I should I like there have definitely been times where I'm reading some stuff and I was like, what if this is about to take like a big U-turn, right? Then I go like oh, never mind. Let's just like let's just yeah, cut right. this question out, right? But let's edit that part our, out. Our our listeners have been very, very good about it. So um yeah. but yeah. Anyway, have a great one and we'll catch you all next time. Peace. Yeah.